1: Better
2: not have no plans tonight Movie time and it's feeling right
0: You're looking for
2: a love that lasts You'll find,
1: find it at romance, romance in the podcast. podcast Ooh, ooh baby
2: had me at hello Ooh, I love you I know Ooh, ooh baby
0: I'll have what she's having. Thank you for tuning
2: in to Romancing the Pod. You had us at Hello. I'm Paige Wesley.
1: I'm Mikey Randolph.
2: And I'm Todd Schlosser. And this week, mm. Mikey made us watch
0: Bad Accents. Oh, far and away. <laughs> so, Mikey,
1: walk
2: us through why you made us watch this movie.
1: I feel like the truth... Are self evident on why we watch this film today. Not
2: all films are created equal, Mikey. I remember
1: <laughs> this movie played a lot on television when I was a child. Yeah, that's the number one movie. I remembered the scenes I remembered from a kid. I remembered her parents cheating in the land grab. Yes,
0: I remember that too. I hadn't even seen this movie until this morning. And then that scene happened. I was like,
2: oh, wait, have I seen this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. Like, as, as a 10 year old watching this on VHS, even then I knew that they were about to have the best sex they've had in 40 years <laughs> they're like we're just doing this
1: America thing for fun
2: and then I remember them breaking into the house we just doing- America think for fun. <laughs> that's a wild way to describe the immigrant story.
1: But those those are the two scenes I remember. And then I'm happy how
2: it turned out. It was a little long. You could cut 40 minutes out of yes, this film. you could. But Paige, there's a cut that's 30 minutes longer than the theatrical cut that I watched. And I but need to why? find it. I need to find that cut. I think it's just more long
0: shots of sunsets. Damn it sorry <laughs>
1: i watched this film and i was like oh man this is gonna be long this is gonna be a long episode and then i was like is it though the first 30 minutes can be summed up in three sentences yes yes exactly yes, my yeah, 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 yeah. i was like what this is wild but okay things that movies need to keep come back fog and dream sequences this needs yes, to come back absolutely immediately. like th- this yes
0: i can i can co-sign on that all right
1: um i don't know
0: i kind of liked it but like list? i don't
2: it was one thing. <laughs> <laughs> said, like, you set up a list. Like, motherfucker was going to be listing for 10 minutes. But no, he set up the list, said one thing, and then moved on. What we have here is a classic example of an ADHD brain. <laughs> <laughs> Fog and, and dream that's sequences. All you monkeys in suits. <laughs> <laughs> Can we also bring back Sexy saxophone solos In the middle of movies For no reason Like we haven't had that Since Lost Boys And I need it oh, Yeah We do need to Lost bring that Boys. back I'm Wait, fine with that
1: Next revisited month Can we do Lost Boys uh, Yes absolutely Paige My main complaint Is I watched this How it was released Without subtitles on And I don't know What anyone Talked about I don't think For the whole film Cause like Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise sound like Irish Sims, where he's like, <laughs> and then she's like, <laughs> and like
0: and they never woohooed in the entire movie.
2: <laughs> they woohooed right after they planted that flag page. Oh, they absolutely. They definitely woohooed.
1: With his broken ass back.
2: <laughs> she was on top. It's fine. The
1: worst part of that is at the end where he like finds her again, and he's like, I got to tell you. You're such a true. And I,
2: and I was like, what the fuck did he just say? A corker. She's a corker, Mikey. He tips his hat. She blesses. And then she's
1: like. And then she walks off. And I was like, so are they in love?
2: Like, what's happening? <laughs> no, can I pause just for one second here? And just, I need someone to leave us a five-star review. But as similar- but written phonetically Mikey speaking in what he perceives Irish to be. The
1: best part is, I think I could do a better Sims Irish than real Irish. <laughs> Well, then that puts you head and tails above everyone in this film.
2: <laughs> I do like that Tom Cruise is attempting it. And I don't really know the Irish accent. I'm not good with accents. You guys know this. But it seemed like he was doing a pretty bad job at it. I don't think Nicole Kidman was really trying at all to even do it. I, <laughs> I'll talk about it in Fun Facts because
0: there's a lot. Because this movie has become a cult classic in Ireland for how bad the accents are. <laughs>
2: I love that. Uh, <laughs> I love it, too. And
0: here, and here's the thing. I watch a lot of uh, television and such from the UK. So I immediately was like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> like, who the, what? 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 What is happening? And then on top of that, at the time... I'll burn this one fun fact because it was Do one it. that I, I noted as I was watching the movie.
1: Burn that fun fact like we burned his father's house.
0: <laughs> we burned his father's house. So at the time, if you were a, a rich landowner in Ireland, mm. uh, they probably would have either been British, and that's part of why they were dicks, yeah. you know, or whatever, and wh- and why the people below them hated them. Or they would have at least had kind of a more anglicized accent. And they, in the, when they were making the movie, because I couldn't figure out why she didn't have a British accent.
2: I was like, what is this? Like, So I have a theory on this, too, because I'm a history nerd and I, I know what you're talking about. Right. That, this yeah. is what essentially led up to the Troubles in, like, the 1960s to, like, the 1990s. Yes. But, I mean, it was, it started... In the 1200 Like it's been going on For fucking ever So long But like the UK Sort of like Or I guess it was England Sort of took over Ireland Or not took over But like occupied I mean they took over Like so many things Yeah they occupied And the plantation owners That are on the northern The northern side Were Irish before that And then they were Replaced with British Right So in my mind I thought that they were A few generations Removed from that And I feel like the movie Telegraphs it some Because the dad Talks about how He was born in to it uh, that, that he like was born i assume that meant he was born there his dad todd i am about to blow your mind that's not okay. why <laughs> uh, they historically looked
0: into it and were like no they definitely would have had close to british accents right probably or yeah. closer to british but they thought it would confuse american audiences and 100%. So, yes and so the dialect coach Chose just a different one. Okay. (laughs) Where they were like, Dublin, whatever. And they're like, so she is attempting and not successfully completing a different accent from a different area and a different social class. It was like the wrong social class, too. Yeah. So it's just, it was wrong to begin with. And then she also couldn't do it. Because at a certain point she's just like, How about we just go with kind of American? Yeah. Like like that's basically
2: what it is. I mean, honestly, if you're just gonna change like the dialect altogether, just let her be Australian. Like, I don't care. Like, she could have gone her natural Australian and it would have been better in the film. I, I agree closer? completely, Mikey. I do <laughs> I do want like a shot for shot remake of this, but with Nicole Kidman just nailing a posh. British accent Which is probably Closer yes. to what it Should have been Yes That would have been Hilarious and probably
0: easier Yeah Honestly probably easier And it would have
2: Othered them from Each other more Which I think yes. Sort of makes The middle part Of the movie Makes sense Why they're Not immediately Like boning You know Because there was That class difference Between them And also Religious difference Between them And also yes. Generational hatred Between them Like yeah, I yeah, would yeah, get yeah, Why yeah. he wouldn't Want to be with her And vice um, versa yeah after you share a
1: room with a woman And you're both single for like three days It's happening
0: Yeah Oh thank you Mikey No I I, When they're watching each other dress I was like any minute now And then it was like 100%. No 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 You gotta wait like 40 <laughs> minutes For them to even kiss And then they're gonna kiss once And then you're gonna get fucking nothing Until his back breaks at the end And then they're gonna kiss
1: again I think it was a head injury Paige I don't think it was his back Also I hate that this movie says That men in this world don't masturbate So they have to go out and work hard To run off that energy, and that's what the film shows every time. And I was like, "This man is just pent up. He's gotten on a railroad. He's building railroads now. He just... This man needs a release."
2: What I love about Tom Cruise is he's never met a problem he can't punch through. And I love that. Yeah, the the dude is he punches a horse in this movie. He punches in the face. I was when that happened. I I had. Forgotten that happened I stood up I was like Fuck the what I I had to rewind it I was like Did he just deck
1: the horse Look Nicole Kidman ran by She looks at him Utters her famous line
2: (laughs) And then he punches the horse Honestly, Mikey, that's such a moving line. <laughs> now we're joking about this movie. I have virtually no notes for this movie. No, I, I love, love it. I was like, it. they don't
1: make movies the same, and I Fuck, hate it. How many extras died filming the wagon <laughs> oh my God, race? So You many. see at least two get trampled. <laughs> it's on screen, and I was like, those are real people. They're like falling out. One of those wagging explosions, I don't think was planned, <laughs> at
2: least because like people's faces are like,
1: oh, oh no. So this is my first
0: time ever seeing this film I was raised <laughs> on this
2: And I'll call it propaganda <laughs>
0: uh, Yes yeah. Yes Todd Okay so le- let me just launch into this First of all the accents
2: Holy hell
0: <laughs> Secondly, If you the accents
2: were the worst thing we had to talk about in this episode You were wrong At least no one had sex with their father And that, like that's yes, a great yes, Honestly yeah. compared to our last western This is a step up
0: But Mikey <laughs> the whole time I was watching this I was like this is like redeeming love but just ratcheting the crazy down just a slight amount which is insane to
1: say (laughs) it is
0: but also okay so you could cut 40 minutes out of this movie and you wouldn't even have to cut much of the story just just the establishing shots that go on too long
1: there's a lot of slice of life stuff in this there's a
0: lot of stuff that could go my other frustration i know this is like it's the ti- it's a product of the times and whatever but like the whole land race thing was driving me nuts i know it happened in history i do it happened like this, four that's not times. my beast it had and, oklahoma it had
1: cuz they showed The exact date I was like Oh the We're going to The exact date Of today I was like Okay I
0: know that This happened But what This movie Doesn't mention At all And a lot Of history books Don't mention At all Is that That land Already had Other people Living on it Yeah Like that's Native American land
2: Specifically it was Cherokee grazing lands uh, That they had been Forced off of Like four years before And of course We quote unquote Bought it from them But we bought it For like I looked at It was like 150 to uh, 250 an acre. So that's like nothing. (laughs) Nothing. But part of that agreement was they would allow them to run in the land race as well. And so Mm. historically, some native Cherokees. Ran in the race And actually did get Some farmsteads Some
0: Some of their stuff uh, Oh I know yeah.
2: Paige it's all terrible
1: Can you imagine That conversation We're taking all your land But Since we're good people If you race for it And win You can have A small part of it back yeah. the
0: most American thing I've ever heard <laughs> Yeah
1: <laughs>
0: And the American
1: gladiators Will be With <laughs> obstacles In the way Of you doing that
0: You've got to make it Up the salmon ladder And then across yeah. The doorknob
2: bridge Oh you forgot to climb Climb the aggro crag so you don't get the land. Do you have it? Land! Uh- <laughs> well, I sent that I sent that group text out right
1: as the scene was starting. Where I was like, if this happened today, people would just murder the hell out of each other. Oh,
2: people would just murder the hell out of each other. I would like to actually read verbatim what you said, if that's all right. Mikey said, if this happened today, I would murder 30 people. <laughs> that is exactly what he said. I think you forgot one part
1: at the end.
0: Where I said same... (laughs)
1: Oh, I thought I typed L O L. No. I did not, you so
0: did I feel not... good
2: about it. That is a confession of a future crime. <laughs>
0: yeah, good thing we didn't get that DNA done. Well,
2: then the scene started and then the extras literally started murdering each other oh, in the yeah, background.
0: Absolutely. I was like, oh, okay. Well, and I, I think if we did it today, a lots more murders cause guns. But secondly, I would want it scored to California love, like Tupac's <laughs> California Love, because they have yeah. the like dun 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 with people like in dune buggies. Oklahoma
2: knows how to land race <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma hates the native race <laughs> yeah, knows how to
0: steal <laughs> yeah, 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 um, yeah. so that frustrated me that they not only do they not mention it you do not see a single indigenous person in this film no
2: Paige you do but that's worse I swear to god oh, really? it's heartbreaking when you see it because oh, it's. No. Uh, let me paint the picture It's like dramatic music. Tom Cruise has just fucking decked a horse and he's like (laughs) racing and it cuts to four Cherokee men watching everyone else race and they look sad. Of course they do! I honestly think Ron Howard knew the history, so included that shot. It's very quick though, but it breaks your heart knowing the history of it. Okay, but
0: that one shot is like, yeah, but that's not enough. Like, give the real story, man! Yeah, but this is- We spent 14 minutes staring at goddamn sunsets! You could give the indigenous people a couple lines! Notice how
2: the scenes that Paige thinks Ron Howard should have cut with sunsets, Tom Cruise all caked up, you know what I'm saying?
0: Oh, no. Keep the cheeks. Uh,
2: but like,
0: although there, we, we do stare at his crack for a surprising amount of time.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, it was almost enough.
0: <laughs> this is also set up like a romance novel, but like an old timey one where nothing happens. And I'm like, you did the one bed trope and we didn't get shit. We didn't get fucking shit. shit. I didn't do this.
2: (laughs) That's a joke for like eight people, but I'm going to leave it in because I love it. (laughs) It's
0: enough. Yeah. Uh, So that made me bummed as well. I could have gone with some uh, some boarding house twin bed shenanigans. And I didn't get any.
2: Did they hook up? No. No. Not at all. Well, I mean, they have that one scene when they break into the house where they say, I pseudo love you or I pretend love you or whatever. Okay, but they flash back and he like imagines all that that didn't happen. Yes, it's completely imaginary. Yeah, so when he's like on the train, building the trains or whatever, that is a dream sequence or maybe even like a future premonition of what they will have together knowing the end of the movie. Who knows? But that is not anything he's remembering from Boston. No, this is not... This is not Tom Cruise Minority Report. This is Tom Cruise Far and Away.
1: That is a imagination sequence. Uh, It looks like it's a blue ball. It's
0: blue balls. Yeah, (laughs) the blue balls are coming in.
1: (laughs) I'm going to
2: ejaculate in seven years.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I have never been able to solve horniness with work. That's never been a thing for me. It was
2: specifically (laughs) fighting, Paige. It was like, I have to go beat up one of Paige's people.
0: Yeah, no, that also would not have a... Uh, no, nah, that wouldn't solve it for me, I don't think.
2: I do love that his approach to boxing was just like what boxing is sort of now because it's like having a superpower because they just stand there with their fists turned backwards. And, mm-hmm. and he's just like Bobbing and weaving He's like I'm a good boxer Cause you know You shouldn't be hitting,
1: you shouldn't be hitting And you move
2: <laughs> <laughs> I actually bought That he could fight Because his bro- older brothers Would beat the shit out of him All the time Sure And as a kid Who got beat up By his older brothers a okay. lot I cannot fight So please don't try and fight me I don't know what the fuck I'm doing I, lo-
1: I loved his boxing He's like guys To be a championship fighter You don't get hit You just m- They miss you yes. And you move And you're and they're like What the f- Fuck. Have you tried not getting
0: punched,
2: you fucking idiot? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's his energy in the bar. Like that's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. If it was me, I would have curled into a ball and kicked with my legs while screaming like an infant.
0: <laughs> so two things, Todd. First of all, I don't know how you love this movie and don't haven't seen Rocky. Because it's the better version of the boxing act of
2: this movie. There's no way that's true. Rocky has got gloves on like a pansy. Uh, People die in Rocky (laughs) fights. That's true. People died in bare-knuckle boxing fights, too. Although, for the record, I just said that for the the joke. I don't give a shit about (laughs) bare-knuckle boxing. Secondly,
0: I refuse to believe that little... Five foot four Scientologist Tom Cruise. They made him look so tall. No, they didn't. He still looks like a tiny, tiny short king. And he's, air quotes, beating the shit out of dudes twice his size and weight, which would never, he would get his clock cleaned
2: every time. Well, that's why I think that, like, they had to really play up the fact that boxing back in the 1890s was like, goofy as shit like you would stand there and just like punch each other with your fist turned up towards I don't know it's weird
0: also if you like the second act of this movie which is 99% boxing (laughs) you would also love every Jean-Claude Van Damme film
2: that checks out because I love
1: all of those films.
2: I think I just grew up on this movie. Like, I remember we had this on, like, VHS when I was, like, a little-ass kid. Is it
0: two tapes
2: or one? I think it was one. It was one. Uh, but, yeah, like, I remember watching this a lot growing up, and so... Well, I could see why we liked it because there's action. Yeah. The romance
1: is kind of toned down. There's no sex and there's no cursing, really. So your parents were probably all like, yeah, you can watch that film.
2: Oh, yeah. See,
0: those are those are all reasons I didn't like it. But that's, I saw it
2: as an adult. So, you know. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I think that's why we were allowed to watch it as a kid, I think is what yeah, Mikey's yeah. saying. Yeah. And why it's so, like, the propaganda of it all is so ingrained in us. Yeah. Well, as a landowner now. Oh, man. Yeah. And this movie? <laughs> really? Really? Says if you don't own land. land, you are shit, and that is a terrible yeah. message. It's like wild. it is so bad. It's
1: a terrible message. Wink, own some land, people. I mean, that's if what, you can, that's what Tom, Tom Cruise's do. dead dad yeah. telling us to. Yeah, all you got to do is like kill your childhood bully for it. I think that's what happens at the end. No,
2: the villain, quote unquote, <gasps> just leaves. Like Nicole Kidman smacks him and she says leave and he leaves. Well, he tries to kill him like three times. He does, try to kill he does him like a three really times. shitty job. We'll have to talk about that when it comes up because I hate that. He's
0: gonna try and come back for sure. But also, I understand why Mikey's confused because half this movie was not Simlish. So yeah, you
2: know. <laughs> Simlish is wonderful. He, he he comes back. He like
1: twirls his mustache. and He's like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's, it shouldn't make me laugh as hard as it does. It's so stupid, but I love it that's so the much. One
1: joke, that's the one joke I thought of before. Uh. I was like, I'm going to do an Irish Sim accent. I think it's going to work.
2: It's better than most of what's on screen. <laughs> Hardcore disagree because I love the fact that Nicole Kidman is so toxic that she like gaslights her family and Tom Cruise into going to America yeah. and then waits till her boyfriend or Tom Cruise settles on the land she wants to decide which one of them she wants to be with. Yeah. Right, like, right. I respect that level of, I'm going to let y'all handle it and I'll just reap the benefits.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, I thought it was setting it up where he's like, you were mad, and mad is not doesn't suit you or whatever. And then Tom Cruise comes, and he says, I think you're such a big wee, wee, wee corker. We a think. corker. And I was like, She's a corker, Mikey. Does that mean she's mad? Like, no, I, Is that okay. the opposite of what he's saying?
2: I don't know what the fuck they're talking about.
1: And then she's like, Punch that fucking horse in the face. I want to be with you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Take him by the bit. So corker means... An excellent or astonishing person or thing. Cool. This was like his
1: you complete me moment of this film. And it really doesn't work because I had no fucking clue what he was talking Corker? about.
0: Corker? I don't even know her. <laughs> yeah, I was
2: like, <laughs> you didn't guys then cork, did you? <laughs> no. I wanted to watch some corking. What I wanted from this movie at the end, if if it was written today, what I bet it would be, is that Tom Cruise runs the race exactly the same as he does, not realizing that the night before she ended things with that guy, told him that she doesn't want to be with him or whatever, and then... They're running the race separately, right? And then sort of come to each other during the race, and then they have to kill that guy. Like that is the end of this movie that I want. You know, they still end up with the land, but they also have to kill her ex.
0: Well, they but they gotta bury him on it
2: first. Like oh. that's their first thing. Listen, nothing brings a family together officially like killing. Then having to hide a body. body. <laughs> 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 Look, a
1: good good relationships start out by Putting the literal skeletons in the closet, you know. <laughs>
2: well, they have to get. They're gonna have to build the whole damn house before they can do that, though. Are you worried about her ex?
1: No, we killed him together. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. We're problem solvers. But in their defense, he tried to shoot Tom Cruise, drown him, yes, burn him, duel him, yeah. horse crush him. Yeah, I do think they had set up enough justification for them killing him in this movie. Absolutely. I do also love that her dad is the actual landlord. And they blame all of that landlordery shit on that. Dude who's just managing the Estate I connected with
1: the dad Character so much because he's like I just didn't know what all went Into this I'm just having fun I'm so sorry I probably
2: want to murder Me too I
1: forgive you have a great day
2: When he says that during the Shootout thing not shootout but duel The duel I was yeah. like duel. man I would Never have expected that you know like From the land board Because okay, it sounded like it he's is like I'm, I'm going to change out, my way Oh it's totally a well, cop it's a out, movie. And <laughs> at the end of the movie he Probably still owns that land And collects rents on that land That is then sent to him in America So yeah I mean he's not A hero either but Mikey to your point He's super likable Yeah, He also (laughs) looks like Captain Kangaroo And that is another thing I love about him
0: <laughs> His pouch full of money from poor Irish farmers.
1: He looks familiar. I got to look him up. You mean Herda?
2: Yeah, Herda. He's, been, he's that older guy. He's been in everything. He has to have played Santa Claus more than once. Yes. Oh, he was Santa in Miracle on 34th Street. Oh. Yeah. And the
1: miracle is land ownership.
2: <laughs> well, let's get into this movie so we can talk about it scene by scene and really get into why land ownership is so important.
0: Great. It opens with a title card that says Western Ireland, 1892 and Right off the bat The narrator has a bad Irish
2: accent And I was like What is happening? Oh
1: that's what it says? I, it just goes
2: <laughs> Is it narrated by the character That plays Tom Cruise's dad? I think so Who also has a bad Irish accent well, That's what I was gonna say Because I don't recognize that dude Why didn't they just
0: cast someone Who was Irish? I don't yeah, Cast Billy Connolly Or something <laughs> Well, I, Wait I, he might be Scottish Hold on let me, let me, Honestly
2: Billy Corgan Might have done a better accent Than this Billy guy did and he's just from smashing pumpkins and literally nothing else billy Connolly, scotland sorry i learned while we were watching this that scottish people roll their r's and irish people tend to not
0: yes that is true uh but anyway it says the tenant farmers after generations of oppression and poverty have begun to rebel against the unfair rents and cruel evictions imposed upon them by their wealthy landlords At which point I then fast forwarded through two whole minutes of credits and then there were still more credits
2: where nothing is happening. Todd. I do hate credits like this, Paige. I really do. And uh, so I wasn't into it. No. No.
0: And then we open on 1892. But it looks like 1600 and I had just watched uh, there's an SNL sketch that is a fake Love Island parody in which one Irish character says, I'm from the part of Ireland that's just bones. And that's what it made me think of.
2: Well, the thing is that house may have been built in the 1600s like that house might be 200 years old. And at one point it was owned by Irish landlords, but now currently not.
0: Yeah I mean it's the steam engine And many factories already exist And yet oh, yeah. this scene looks like It's Plague England in the 1600s
2: I mean there's that one island In the middle of the ocean That like no one's been to ever And like they'll kill people If they go there Like, Sure but this is Ireland People have been there Todd Yeah but their population Has been wiped out many times For various reasons Like the population of Ireland Is way lower than I think I expected it to be initially Sure And they have put up With so much oppression From various groups And countries That like Yeah I also think redheads Can't get a lot of stuff done Okay. They had though this movie way overdose. Yeah, but I mean in the cities they had, I assume. I I don't really know a lot about that from this time period, but I'm sure the cities were more developed. This is like rural farm country.
0: Yeah, I know, but they they don't even have full walls. (laughs) Like he's wandering through a thing that he's just like in a bar, out of a bar. And I was like, what why are there carts in this like this isn't even cars cars? Cars kind of exist
2: at this point, <laughs> like, or almost. The, like This is only, like, 20 years after the Civil War. No, it's 30 years after the Civil War. Yeah, because the Civil War was, like, 1865-ish, I think. To eight, I think. Okay. So, in
0: 1803 is the first horseless carriage, so 90 years before this, but more commonly, they started being used in the 1820s but more like 1860s or whatever more is kind of closer to people actually using it but it would have been like at least 10 years before these people not to say that they would have them but the fact that it looks 40 years before like
1: it looks this scene could be out of the middle ages the dark ages um, I mean it it
2: doesn't like they're poor farmers I mean I get it this checked out to me in a very real way like I was like oh that makes sense they're very oppressed farmers see no this
0: this to me looked like America thinking they know what Irish poverty was like and then just being like yeah you know like the plague and then just making it that is what it looked like. I could be wrong. I mean, they filmed these scenes there. Sure. So- and and I know those houses and stuff exist because they still stand. Yeah. I just don't know that this is what life looked like. Like, you could have had a guy in the back being like, bring out your dad. And they would have been like, <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah. That, I mean, that fits with that everything else yeah. in this
1: scene. <laughs> it is kind of funny that America hasn't changed at all.
0: <laughs> we do do that. Anyway, so... The landlord pulls up in a carriage, or at least someone representing the landlord, because it's not the actual guy, because we'll meet the guy later.
1: We call them property management corporations today. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Alliance Property Management pulls up, (laughs) and it spooks the horse. The horse runs. It knocks down part of the building, which falls down on the dude who turns out to be Tom Cruise's dad. So he's like, take me home so I can die in the hut slightly further that way. So they take him home meanwhile tom cruise is dragging giant baskets of seaweed up into their <laughs> farm i assume there's some reason for that
2: yeah fertilizer maybe i honestly don't maybe? know yeah, yeah 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 i was like do they tea do they is there salt i don't know But the the, the whole gist of it is he's trying to plant potatoes on a like sloped Potatus.
1: hill right yes well you see he has to bring that water up because all people love their potatoes salted
0: mikey that you know what if you had pre-salted potatoes
1: (laughs) if you plant it with the salt it grows up like that come on guys it's a million dollar idea definitely
0: not how that works i have grown potatoes before and here's a fun fact you could grow them in a trash can yeah they're one of the easiest things to
2: grow That's why they're, like, a common source of food for, like, impoverished and, like, places that don't really grow food very well. Yeah. They're a very hearty veg. I love potatoes, honestly, though. Like, I fuck with potatoes. Everyone loves potatoes. Yeah,
0: I fuck with potatoes. I'm going to grow pumpkins this year. What? Hell
1: yeah. What?
2: I have a
0: yard now. I am a landowner. Yeah, we all three are.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Finally, Paige's vote can count. I'm
0: not. Oh, thanks. Uh, anyway, so he's talking to his dad, and his dad is just like, You'll you'll have your own land someday, and someday my Irish eyes will be smiling down upon you. And that's about as bad as the accent is in the movie. So well, he
1: says some other wild stuff because he's got two other brothers, but he's like, Fuck your other brothers. He's just like, Come here. And he like grabs them, and he's like,
0: Let yeah, Brothers Price from mad men yes. yes yeah yeah yeah. i
2: was gonna bring that up but and he's great in this too it's so fun to see him like as a young actor who yeah. like doesn't get big parts yet because he's amazing but his dad basically says
1: family doesn't matter nothing matters kill anybody to get that land you need that land."
2: i think you heard a different cut than i did get that <laughs> dirt boy it mostly
1: sounded like we him to land. It's 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 right <laughs> to <my>
2: woohoo. <laughs> but like yeah. so Tom Cruise and his brothers like are were fighting on the hill. That's when they see their dad. They run over, the dad gets brought into their house and the dad is like dying on their table and actually does die. And you see the camera like go up through the house yeah. and then come back down, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, no, we don't see it come back down. That's at the end of the movie. We only That's see it. That's at the end of the up. movie
0: when there's suddenly magical realism. Uh but no. <laughs> on on the hill when he's fighting with his brothers, the guy who goes on to play price on Mad Men, I forget his name. Um, but he does just like a running flying kick to Tom Cruise's balls. Oh, I know. And it's, it's one of so the best great. things I've ever seen. You know what? Very tone forty of him.
2: <laughs> Way nice Scientology reference. Uh, that Ooh. actor's name is Jared Harris. He was the main guy from Chernobyl, too. If you've seen Chernobyl, he fucking yes. crushes that. So good. Anyway, but this is like one of his first things. Has to be, because he's so young and no one knew how good he was yet. He's one of the people that people call him a Nepo baby all the time. Cause his dad is Richard Harris, the guy who originally played Dumbledore. What? He's been in a million things. Yeah. But like this guy is actually amazing. Like Yeah, he's great. His son, Jared Harris, is actually amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so the dad dies, but before dying, well, he kind of like dies and then comes back. And when he comes back, he's just like, go to America and get the land and I will smile upon you. <laughs> that is
2: not at all what he says, but that's the gist of that it. That was his accent, though. Right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise did not also not understand because he's like, right, revenge. Yeah, I have go to go murder, murder, murder. the person. Yeah. Yeah. Through
2: the midst, through the woods, to the landlord in his castle. And we're, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like if someone stole the land that we once owned and we had to pay them rent. Then my dad who used to own the land died and the management company came and threw like an eviction notice down on his casket and then burned the fucking house down. Like I get why Tom Cruise wanted to kill Nicole Kidman's dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I also was like, you're burning the house down. That's square
0: footage, like (laughs) rent it out. Like, what do you do? You're not being a responsible
2: landowner. With total stone houses like that, you really only have to replace the roof and anything that fell during the fire. Yeah. Really, it's kind of a teardown. It's a fixer-upper.
1: They're going to list it on (laughs) Zillow as a fixer-upper.
2: What you guys don't know is Paige just bought this literal house in California for $100,000 more than anyone thought she should pay for it to begin with.
0: Uh, we're going to put in solar. And since we burned it, we've got an open concept
1: floor plan.
0: <laughs> Lots of natural sunlight without that yeah.
1: thatching. Open air skylight.
0: <laughs> we're going to put an island in the kitchen. Um, anyway, they have his dad's funeral. And that's when Stephen... From the landlord shows up to burn his house.
2: Yeah, the villain, clearly the villain. The villain. <laughs> yeah, I actually like him as a villain though, because I can see how, from, from his point of view, like the entitled sort of British occupation point of view, where he's like a good guy because according to the laws of the land, he's just doing what he's legally entitled to. It's just fucking horrific what he's doing, right? Yeah, I just think he's so out of it, he doesn't realize it.
1: I think, I think he does it because he enjoys hurting people because yeah. the boss Nicole Games the dad's like oh he's not supposed to be doing that yeah. I'll have to address that in his performance review.
2: Oh yeah, it's clear that the dad didn't want him to go down there and burn that house. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. mm-hmm. and, like the dad's way out of the loop on h- the management of his assets.
0: Which for me carries its own level of fault because oh, he's yes. not paying
2: attention so bad things are happening. It's not malicious It's negligent, but it's equally as bad.
0: Yes, uh, and I do have in my notes, I know that this guy is evil, but he could get it so <laughs> mm.
2: page has a thing for those handlebar mustaches
0: i i got a thing for people who speak with authority and might sound mean sometimes <laughs> should we address this in therapy maybe anyway
2: you definitely shouldn't
0: they, <laughs> they have a funeral. It, baby they have a funeral and i was sad that we didn't get a shit body falling
2: out of shit wood <laughs> rolling <laughs> on the pavement which I still think is the funniest sentence ever written. Guys, if you haven't seen I Think You Should Leave, that is the show Paige is referencing that's making me yes. laugh every time, but not Mikey, because like America, not many people have seen it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, this is this has been your weekly episode of Paige Watches Good TV,
2: and no and one you should to too. recommendations.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my God, Paige, you stood up and I saw what shirt you were wearing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yay! I'm wearing the same <laughs> <woman. Twins! laughs> We just watched Deadstream, so the shirt from Deadstream is the what what, what we're both wearing. Yes, that's on Horror Virgin though.
0: That, that is fun. Uh, so Hottie McMustache burns their house. <laughs> Can we call him that the rest? Of, Hottie McMustache. At, Hottie McMustache I the entire it. time. Yes. And so Tom Cruise is just like,
2: I'm going to kill you. Oh, yeah. He's stewing on it, man. He wants to go kill everybody.
0: Yeah. So he goes to the town drunk who gives him a rusted gun and it's just like Captain Moonlight.
2: Wink, wink. I was not at all surprised that he learned about Captain Moonlight while also drunk. Like, it seems like a bad idea, but also at the end, like not the end, but the end of this little no, like yeah, later Irish when we find line, out. Like, that yes. becomes a thing, right? Yeah. But I think it's just because they were going to Coyote Ugly and they were like, can't stop Captain Moonlight. Can't stop Captain Moonlight. (laughs) Deep in the dark, (laughs) I will burn down your house. But you know, but But you you know know. that I'm. Captain Moonlight uh, Okay, so <laughs> That's a joke for anybody who saw Coyote Ugly In 2004 yeah, or whatever There you movie go.
0: Came. I'm in a very singy mood today Fucking deal with it uh, I'm into it, Paige I ate two ham and cheese croissants while watching this They were delicious I am happy and singing.
2: I think we should start talking about how long a movie is Based upon how many ham croissants We can eat during it <laughs> this,
0: hour, this movie is two and a half hours long
1: We're so close <laughs> to being done with the first third. 30 minutes we're just two sentences away we're just
0: two cents away so he goes to the landlord's house he like fought he goes to a bar near his house meets him tries to follow him home
2: oh yeah he like travels on donkey from the rural yeah. area to the city they don't say what city it is i think but
0: yeah yeah yeah. um i think it's like top of the morning to you or just like <laughs> oh, the town geez. of the morning uh, or the
1: rainbow yes
0: yeah 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 hearts, stars, horseshoes, clovers, and this
2: town. I mean, Tom Cruise does sound like he is the... First traveling salesman of Lucky Charms. Like that's his vibe, the whole movie, but I was into it. Can I introduce you to an encyclopedia of marshmallows? Uh so
0: he shows up at this bar, he meets the landowner, who seems to just be like a jolly old man who wears military uniforms all the time. Yeah, it's called stolen valor and and stolen landlords do that kind of valor. shit. <laughs> We don't know if he went to war or not. And we never will because (laughs) the donkey runs away because he's a total
2: ass. (laughs) <laughs> and I, Okay so I actually thought He wanted the donkey To run back Like go back home Because I think They could do that Or whatever Go to your home Yeah go home Because he was on What I, more or less Amounts to like A suicide mission Like I think he Can't knew- you see I
0: don't want you Anymore donkey <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think he knew He was gonna die By killing the landlord
0: Right Yeah. Yes Anyway The landlord Gets too close to the house So he can't shoot him That night So he sleeps in his stables And he's waiting for him Basically the next day But unfortunately unfortunately Unfortunately, he encounters his daughter, Shannon, who is Nicole Kidman first, who is being chastised by her mother for riding too manly.
2: Which, she she comes in riding side saddle, but she wasn't riding side saddle in the meadow, and that's why her mom was yelling at her, because apparently riding regular was, like, sinful, I guess? I um. Mean, yeah, it is. You know what I'm it, saying. I
0: think there's multiple reasons. A, it teaches because... them too much about cowgirl. Oh, I was gonna say because it <laughs> feels too good, but like I think it was mostly because you could see your ankles and whatnot because of your skirts.
2: I mean, it made sense though. If you're wearing a dress to ride, why you wouldn't straddle it? Like, I get that, but yeah, why not wear pants, ladies? I I mean, it's just a terrible time to be a woman. I think. Yep. I mean, that describes most of history. <laughs> I mean, it's so bad that a rich lady from Ireland wanted to go to America like that's how bad it was for even like rich entitled women I think she was just bored
0: yeah she's got Disney princess syndrome of like you know look at this stuff isn't it neat wouldn't America make my dreams complete
1: (laughs) she's um, she wants to be a modern lady
0: yeah Gadgets and gizmos are plenty. Oh my god, she had spoons. She, she is ariel Have
2: spoons. She She
0: was well, collecting Dingle Hoppers like well, I guess those are forks,
2: huh? Dude, when that guy gets shot and spoons literally <laughs> explode out of I him. Lost I line. lost my fucking <laughs> mind too, page What do you call it?
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> my only running joke I prepared for the episode.
0: Anyway, so she kind of senses that there's somebody in the stable, and she throws a horseshoe.
2: Which is important. Believe it or not, the horseshoe comes back at the end.
0: Yeah, believe it or not. Uh, (laughs) And the horseshoe lands on his foot. And so I think he thinks he's gotten away with it because he was quiet and didn't say anything when the horseshoe hit his foot. But she noticed, and so she pitchforks his leg
2: through the wall. No, she doesn't pitchfork his leg. She she almost pitchforks his face and then that gets him to run out and she holds him with the pitchfork and says don't run I'm gonna yell for my dad or whatever and she does and he starts to run and then she stabs Wait, him in no. the leg
0: oh yeah
2: I thought she got him through the wall no he was on he was literally sitting down page and yeah. so when it went in it like went in right in front of where his face was mm-hmm. and that's what gets him to run out uh, but she does stab him in the leg like she Absolutely stabs him Yeah I love her reaction When she stabs him Because she was like Stabs him She's horrified Yeah And then he's like What the fuck
1: Well (laughs) she had to do that Because he was done
0: She had to put a a fork fork in
2: him him. (laughs) Hell yeah Mikey Love
0: it there you go I think she was just Already instantly attracted to him And wanted to fork him Oh yeah
2: 100% uh, 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 At the end of this movie uh, She says I fell in love with you The moment I saw you So that is this Moment, I think she's just into torturing dudes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her fact. She's been stringing Steven along forever, and that's its own kind of torture. You know what I'm saying? She did not hear his safe word. All right, I'm making that my safe word. Jesus Christ, Michael. Only joke I got for the whole Honestly, thing. Honestly, it's working. <laughs> <laughs> I think you broke Paige, Mikey. <laughs> She's no longer even holding the mic close to her face. I know. am <laughs> just... sorry.
0: Oh, oh, oh God. God. I'm crying. <sighs> anyway, she runs in <laughs> and gets her dad who gets Hottie McMustache.
2: Uh, and... Oh, and then Tom Cruise... <laughs> Walks out with his rusty ass rifle And like right. does his My name is Anigo Mantoria You killed my father prepare to die moment right 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 except it's just like <laughs> 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 And then he shoots the rifle And because it's rusty as shit It explodes in his face It cracks in half Yeah and yeah. explodes in his face He falls to the ground And they just sort of apprehend him Because he's like I thought like way more injured than he was But he just has, like, black powder powder all over him.
0: And he was (laughs) stabbed in the leg. Right.
1: Every three seeds, Tom Cruise is beaten to death in this film. Yes.
0: He would have died, (laughs) like, 14 times over. Yeah. I like at the end where he's like,
1: no, I'm not actually dead.
2: Wink.
0: Well, and the horse rolls over on him. That's why I thought he had a broken back. I was like, that would kill
1: you. And he also hit his head on a rock. And then he actually dies and then comes back to
2: life because- Women Magical realism Yeah guys It's called bookending And it's the same thing His dad did And that's why When he comes back to life He says I'm surely not gonna die A second time Because his dad did Right Right And also He's clear So, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but they can choose the absolute moment when they leave this realm.
0: Yeah, just like LRH's corgis did because they were also (laughs) clear. Google that shit. He cleared his corgis anyway.
2: I think you'll find they cleared themselves, Paige. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Just licking that email. Self responsibility.
2: (laughs) They became clear. (laughs) Hold the cans, Fido. Uh (laughs) These are like super niche. Scientology jokes. And if you listen to cult podcasts, you get them. But if you don't, you don't. And you really should listen.
0: Muffin, I think you have some enigrams. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, they take him inside.
2: Yes. Their mansion. Yeah. Dude, when he first sees how big their house is, I think he does a really good job of like being in awe of it, but also super disgusted by it. Yeah. I like that reaction. Yeah. That's what you normally get, right, Mikey? Uh huh.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Uh (laughs) They're they're going to nurse him back to health So that they can then turn him in Or whatever
2: They literally say it is our duty To nurse him back to health So he can be uh, in well health To hear his neck snap or something crack when he gets hung I I was like okay I mean that's Sort of nice, but weird. I also do understand that, like, he did try to kill their dad. Sure. So, oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand why, from their perspective, they would want him to hang. I'm not mad at them for that view. Yep.
0: Yeah, so they're trying to nurse him back to help. The mom kind of shoes Nicole Kidman away because she's going to, like, cover... Tom Cruise
2: up yeah well they stabbed Him in the leg right so they have to take his pants Off to address the wound or whatever And they have to protect her Innocent eyes and so she Turns around and of course we don't see because the Camera focuses on her so they don't have to show Tom Cruise's what I'm assuming is huge Wink dick Um, (laughs) but When you turn back around There's like a punch bowl over Um,
0: It's okay
2: so this is Oh my god I was
1: waiting For this I was waiting for (laughs) it
2: she's up Doing her patented pyrex
0: dance (laughs) <laughs> this is a Mason cash mixing bowl. It's a company that's been okay. making mixing bowls in the UK for many, 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 many years. Clearly,
2: if they were around back then,
0: they still make mix the Mason cash mixing bowl mixing bowls and they kind of look like that where their whole thing is that they've got kind of like an impression or or I guess it's is it relief because it's raised anyway. decorations around the side with a rim and sometimes they come in sets and they do different styles but that is a mason cash mixing
2: bowl that's so cool i think the fact that it looks modern sort of ties back into our conversation that we had about the house earlier in the in the movie because this really does i guess sort of place it in time because that company is still around and they were making that mm-hmm. way back then
0: okay so uh this is an anachronism their first mixing bowl was not manufactured until 1901
2: uh, oh but that's only like Eight years off. Yeah, they're
0: not very, they're not too far That's so
2: close.
0: The company was making mixing bowls during the 1800s, But as far as the design that they are known for, which is the one featured in the film, it was 1901.
2: Okay, so they were still a okay. I'm gonna give them a pass. They were around. I'll give it to them. They were they were around at that time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Set deck did a great job covering that dick. They did, and honestly, (laughs) those
0: bowls are really nice. I like. I have wanted one for a long time, but have not. I've only seen a couple designs that I really really like, and so I'm kind of waiting for the perfect bowl to find me. Anyway.
1: So I'm looking for a nice
2: cock bowl For, for the a similar use as Mr. Cruz You need You you would just need like a bigger cock bowl I, I did think it was funny that They used such a big one Like come on
0: Yeah We yeah, know
2: yeah, yeah. yeah
0: Anyway Nicole Kidman <laughs> goes to look under the bowl And he wakes up And is like I want my land And then passes out again I mean
2: he wakes up to her Taking her second look at his dick Yeah 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 And then His bowls <laughs> Yeah, and honestly, I think this is the moment she's referring to when she says she loved him at first sight. She wasn't talking to Tom Cruise at the end. That's why it pans away, like his, like his. He's gonna float away, and we don't see that she actually was addressing his dick at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He's
2: got strong,
1: like the Leprechaun from the movie, the Leprechaun energy with the land thing going on. Yes, he does. I just need my land. And you're like, okay, buddy.
0: Instead of the flag, it should have just been a shoe. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Should have been the horseshoe.
0: Okay, but what about a shot-by-shot shot remake of this movie? But it's with Warwick Davis. Warwick,
2: Warwick Davis. I want to see Warwick Davis take on a giant Italian man in a boxing match. <laughs> and win. Well, he loses, but barely loses. Oh, that's right. You know Just what I'm saying? Barely
0: loses. Anyway, we cut to tea downstairs, and the ladies are like, Oh, a murderous insurgent. Did you get a look at him? And sh- Nicole Kidman's like, a peek. <laughs> wink, wink, <laughs> Which wink. is true. Which is true. She got a peek at that deep. Um, de- but this is also where Steven shows up and he's like, hello Shannon. And she's like, Hello, Steven. And I'm just like, oh her and Hottie McMustache gonna get it on.
2: I don't think they ever even kissed. No. At the end of this movie, right before the race, when they're still very much together talking about being married, when he goes in to kiss her, she gives him the cheek.
0: Yeah, she's like, you look like your mustache smells like bacon. Um, (laughs) Is that a bad thing? Depends on how much you (laughs) like bacon. I like bacon. Yeah. So, you know. Uh, Anyway, Tom Cruise gets up and gets dressed, and he comes downstairs as Shannon is playing the piano and playing like She starts out with Moonlit Sonata and then goes into something like, It's modern! It's from America!
2: (laughs) That is exactly the energy too. But it feels like a a ragtime piano jam kind of thing. I don't know if it is, but it felt very that to me. Hello
1: my baby! baby, Hello hello, my darling!
2: (laughs) She was like, this is this new radical
1: music called choir music from America.
0: Well, she could have also been making it up, which would have been funny. But you could have also done like the piano intro to Still Dre. And I would have loved that, too. (laughs) Just like this is from America. Bling, 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 bling,
2: bling, (laughs) bling, 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 bling. I actually just looked it up. Ragtime music started in the mid 1890s. So that would have All been right. around this time.
0: There you go. Anyway, he gets dressed but the door is locked, so he has to punch through the door to get out. Loved
2: it. He puts his shirt around his fist and punches through it or whatever. Yeah. Here's Tommy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, he gets downstairs. He sees Steven who burned his house down. Everyone runs. He Steven has him like pinned, but then he like flips and puts his foot boot on Steven's neck yeah. and spits on him and he's like Pistols tomorrow at
2: dawn <laughs> <laughs> And Tom Cruise is like Yeah I mean like I was gonna die anyway Tomorrow at dawn probably so like <laughs> Whatever <laughs> The method doesn't matter to me so much It's a,
1: it's a large amount of spit Which is surprising it's since he's been unconscious He's it, got a it big like... mouth
2: and weird rabbit teeth So like yeah <laughs> Maybe he's a nose breather while he sleeps So his mouth stays mm. moist Moist <laughs>
0: Anyway, this is where in my notes it says he's evil, but he can get it.
1: Uh, Yeah. Hottie McMustache. After he gets spit on.
0: Oh, this (laughs) is where he gets spit on. And Paige, this is where Paige was like. Oh, he's kind
2: of hot. Oh, man, Mm -hmm. he is hot. We
0: have not done the spit list in a long time. We
1: haven't, but apparently. I have a spit list. Number one, this guy.
0: Hottie McMustache.
2: Yeah.
1: Because remember before when I did a list and there was only one thing on it? (laughs)
2: That was a wonderful <laughs> callback, Paige and I both missed. I've got a list, one more fog in movies.
1: That's and it. That's a list. list,
2: I'm gonna start doing that like at work with my team. Like, be, like, all right, here's what I need you guys to get done first. Your job. See you guys tomorrow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's how i manage
0: oh my god anyway so we cut to the room later and they've boarded up that door and she climbs into his window and is just like hello i'm running away you're not the only one trapped i'm going to a modern place and he's just like what is this rich idiot saying (laughs) like what's
2: happening oh yeah and he's like no you can get fucked i i'm fine i don't want to go with you i don't want to go to america whatever you need i'm out
0: right and she's like and, and, and he's like, I'll never leave Ireland till I die. And she's like, cool, that's in like five Six hours. Six hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that, that was a great line. Because then he's like,
2: oh, shit. I think that's the moment he was like, oh, maybe I should have said yes to that.
0: Yeah. Uh, but this is also where she introduces the land race. Yes. Uh, that they're giving away land for free, and she wants to get there. So she can't, she's like, I can't travel alone. So I'm going to need somebody to help. You should come anyway. You could be my serving boy. And he's like, oh, I can polish your boots for you and make you come to tea. He's like
2: mockingly saying this, like, fuck (laughs) you. How dare you ask me that knowing why I'm here. Yeah. He's like, he's like, uh, And she's just but like, yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's like, yeah, that sounds great. That would be great. Do just that. Perfect. Yeah. Like if you're available, let's yeah. But, but that's why he's like, fuck you, get out. And then she's like, yeah. okay, cool. You're yeah. going to die in five hours. Bye.
0: Yeah. Fuck you and the click you claim rich bitch
2: (laughs) He rethinks it though when you know it's pistols at dawn time
0: Sure 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 so they get up the next morning he's had a good breakfast and the landlord is going to be his second in the duel
2: Yeah and I think he does this so he gets a private like opportunity to sort of apologize for generations of oppression Yes (laughs) Which is nuts But super nice Like that would never Actually happen yeah, He's yeah. just like, like I'm Super nice sorry Bye. Bye But that's what like I think makes me okay With him being there At the end And being sort of Happy for him Like Yeah I do feel like The movie paints it In a way that He's trapped in his own sort of thing. He doesn't want to be a part of. And so he leaves it, even though that is historically fucked up.
0: Yeah, but I mean, he also does steal the land at the end and then like. Yeah, I mean, he's he's been stealing
2: land his whole life. Uh, (laughs) That's the
1: American way.
2: okay? unfortunately, it is the American way. It's very sad. Like if my neighbor leaves, stealing his land. Heck yeah, dude.
0: We sold the house to somebody else. Too bad. Didn't put your name on it. I licked all the (laughs) doorknobs.
1: I planted a green flag in the front, so (laughs) that's mine now.
0: Why are you sitting on our porch with a bowl over your dick? Um...
2: (laughs) The weird thing about everything you guys just said is I'm pretty sure I've heard a sovereign citizen say that they're allowed to do all of those things.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's why Sovereign Citizens are so wild It's We cover them on pot cult podcasts From time to time and they're always a who
2: There is a lot of overlap between Sovereign Citizens and cults which is Very sad mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Anyway what he says to him is basically Like I didn't know about your family I didn't know that was happening I didn't know they were Burning houses down I understand why you'd Want to kill me I don't blame you and yeah. I forgive you and I'm sorry Yeah which part of me is just like Too little too late you negligent bastard But you know whatever
2: I mean, it's it's nice that he offers this apology, but it does nothing to help Tom Cruise in any actionable way. So, right. like, whatever. But it does make me like the dad more later in the movie.
0: Yes. So, the duel starts. They turn. They go to fire. But before they can, Nicole Kidman rides her cart in between them so that if they fired, they would hit her. And neither of them are willing to. And this is where he climbs into her cart and they ride away.
2: But this is the scene that Mikey was talking about when he made his long ass list earlier. Mm-hmm. Like, this scene has so much fog between the two shooters that they can't see each other. And that gives time for Nicole Kidman to, like, Jean Valjean out of the house with the <laughs> silver spoons and, like, pick up Tom Cruise as they bone out to America. Yes. They, 2460, oh, run to run the boat. Run, you know saying?
0: Yes. Uh, to their castle on a cloud (laughs) we cut to them on the boat and she's like i paid for your passage so you get to be my servant and
2: he's just like he does sort of half ass at it though
0: right and she meets somebody on the boat who is like oh yeah the whole land thing is true i'm from ireland and in boston so like i know what's up you should stick with me yeah and he basically is like hey get out there as soon as possible get you know horses everything she's like well i i I have money, but it's in the form of ancient spoons uh, that I need to sell, which I don't know that they would have been that much money worth that much, but whatever. Who knows?
2: I mean, I have no idea. But Who knows? Th- she thought it was more than enough, apparently.
0: Yeah. Well, she is
2: young, rich, and
0: dumb. So, like, you yeah. know.
2: Ladies. <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> that's Mikey's type. Uh... <laughs> it's actually half his age plus seven, but double his net worth. Like, that's it's what he looks
1: for. half my age plus seven
2: acres. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway he tells her he's like i'll find a shop that'll treat you honestly and help you sell the spoons
2: but he is i think just a con man i don't yes, think absolutely. he's necessarily from ireland like i think he's just riding the steamers looking for money he's after her lucky spoons yes And I honestly, it breaks my heart when, like, she loses the spoons because I was like, fuck, how's Tom Cruise going to eat his Lucky Charms now? (laughs) How
0: is he? With his hands. With these two hands. That's why he buys
2: hats. He's just using his hat.
0: They are bowlers. (laughs) Yes. Uh, I think you guys are missing it. He's putting them
1: on his dick because of the bowls. He found his thing. You know what I'm saying?
2: Dickhats.com. Do you need a hat to cover your your dick? dick? Are you trying to spice up your jaunty dick pics? Go to dickhats.com <laughs> Also featuring monocles
0: Yeah and mixing bowls From mixing bowls m- Dixing bowls.com Dixing com. Bowls dot com. We've got a recipe for sexiness And oh it's dixing bowls.com
2: God this is why comedians make the best marketers <laughs> I
0: know Anyway so Tom Cruise is like I don't trust him cover your ankles uh, But they arrive at Boston And he's like your friend has vanished Like he's not with us so she kind of chases him down, and as she does, two guys just show up and shoot him, and he drops all the spoons. So, like, he had stolen her spoons, and he- she had no idea she was getting caught the whole time.
2: I have in my notes, welcome back, murder. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Carter. Yeah. Welcome back, Corker. Corker. I love the spoon scene because... She stands there horrified while it spoons explode out of this dude. And then everyone around her just picks up all her fucking spoons and bones out. Yeah. Well, they're pure silver. Pure. Yeah. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So that's how we know none of them are vampires.
0: Yeah. But as we see later in the air quotes house of ill repute, she probably would have been better selling forks. Am Hell I right, yeah.
2: Paige? She definitely would have been. I do like that this movie will like walk that line of yes, they live in a brothel. No, she's not a sex worker. You know.
0: Well, that's that's like a whole season of Outlander where they live in a brothel one
2: year. Anyway,
1: that's where I studied abroad.
2: In a brothel. I bet a lot of people have studied abroad in a brothel. Yeah, I got Paige's number today, and that number is dumbass jokes. That's that's always Paige's number. Yeah, That's my number.
1: Paige is a comedian, so I can't be good at comedy to make Paige laugh, because I'll never be as good as her. So I have to be bad at comedy to make Paige laugh. So you study a literal broad at a brothel, you guys.
0: Can I tell you, I have watched your uh, karaoke video with my parents. (laughs) Love
2: it. We still haven't released that one publicly we, We've released one We have not released The Righteous Brothers I haven't gone okay. back to even watch it Um. Okay It's, re- it's a real fun watch
0: Because <laughs> I had been trying before Todd, before you sent them to me I had been trying to impersonate it To try and express <laughs> how funny it was
2: Paige, there's no <laughs> way you can do it There's no way you could do that, ever And,
0: and I <sighs> thought I was kind of nailing it and and my parents were like, it can't be that bad. You're being a dick. And I was like, no, I swear. And so then then I sh- then I showed them the video, and my mom and dad were they were like, how? What? I don't. <laughs> I'm so
2: bad at singing. How oh, they can't they can't figure it out, man. They're baffled. They are baffled. But it's so good. Like it's just so charismatic i love it it's amazing they did they were like he's going for it like when you get down on your
0: knees in the middle of it they're like i mean credit where credit is due (laughs) (laughs) he's doing the most it's just we don't know the most of what like
2: we don't know what it is but he is doing it should i post it to the facebook group yeah yeah i'm so bad at karaoke though but you're okay mikey if i post that video to the facebook group yeah.
0: It, you here's the thing. You are giving it 110%. It is just so shockingly bad, but then you keep going. So you win people over the longer the the video <laughs> goes cuz people are just like, "How what is happening?"
1: <laughs> the worst part is that people could really
2: sing in that basement and I hated that. <laughs> yeah, Paige and I were both there, Mikey.
0: Well, the, the funny one is is uh 500 Miles where Todd and I are clapping to keep you on beat. Yeah. Which you do end up on beat, and therefore that one is successful. It's great. Yeah. Oh, Mike. You know, like, never stop doing that song of karaoke. <laughs> I picked it. I went for it. It's... Well, because they were trying. To, my parents, they were like... So did he just pick the wrong song, or like? Is no, he...
2: that is his go-to, mom and dad.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I think maybe that's part of it. I think there are maybe songs that that Mikey could pull off. You know, they're maybe a little easier. I was like, but he just loves that song, and then them and my sister, we we're all like, that's a hard song to sing. <laughs> like for even like good singers struggle. Oh, that's why you man. don't sing it.
1: You just yell it at the crowd. <laughs> you yeah. just yell it at the crowd. I'm really like the Bob Dylan of karaoke. What? Where you just, like, spoken word it, you know?
2: Bring back that (laughs) love and feel.
1: (laughs) I'll practice it next time.
2: All right. It is now officially posted. Never ever (laughs) practice.
1: Everybody hated that song. I didn't. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. The best part is the crowd won't even look at me in the background.
0: (laughs) It is the best part of that video. It's so funny. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Back to this movie. So she loses all her damn spoons, (laughs) and they go find Mike Kelly, who's like the ward boss or whatever.
1: Yeah, he's the lead Irishman in the whatever, Boston, where are we? They're in Boston,
2: yeah.
0: He runs the nearest
2: Dunkin'. If it was modern day, it would be that.
0: Yeah, uh, but instead it's a social club with no donuts and only boxing. And so there's a boxing match going on And Nicole Kidman gets blood on her face Like it just sprays out It's all over the floor Oh, and that's stuff. how it's they wild. meet
2: Mike Kelly It's Mike Kelly's blood Yeah, yeah, yeah Splash zone Yeah, and you can get bloodborne <laughs> pathogens that
1: way They didn't know that back then, but yeah They didn't even have any bad ones back then, I don't think
2: Yeah, because they had lived through the plague <laughs> I mean, not them specifically, but like humanity mm-hmm. Right,
0: Uh, And he loses a tooth. He basically gets distracted by them walking in. He takes a punch. He loses part of a tooth.
2: Well, he gets distracted by her because it's sort of implied that this is a place really just for men. And she's like, Got some, no, I'm an American civilized woman, I can go anywhere I want kind of energy, which I love, but it shocks Mr. Kelly. And he actually says he breaks half a tooth, which I thought was a weird note. I've broken half a tooth off. Right. I guess my point is either way you're going to have to see a dentist. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's not good either way. Anyway, Tom Cruise steps up to him, and he's like, oh, you're fresh off the boat. Okay, come talk to me. Um, but he leaves Nicole Kidman over there and says that she's his sister. And yeah. the men around her start messing with her, and he basically is like, hold that thought, and goes over and just beats the shit out of a handful of them. Yeah. And including the guy who knocked out Mike Kelly's tooth. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the one who
2: he beats the shit out of. Like,
0: yeah. And so Mike Kelly's like, nice, I think we could use you. Uh, Let me go house you at Molly Kay's, which is the
2: brothel down the road. I do like that he comes over and he's like, you beat up the man that beat up me. I'm not sure how I feel about that, but I feel like I can use that skill.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah. And so they go to the brothel and as they open the door, Molly Kay, I would assume, who owns it, is throwing out a cat sized rat. Yes. Of just like, uh, they again claim to be brother and sister. And she's like, oh, Perfect. Uh, Someone just died by suicide this morning So I've got an open bed And you're just like
2: Oh no This place is bleak In that one (laughs) sentence You know that place is Gonna be dirty And haunted Haunted
0: (laughs) If you take out A Ouija board And try to spell things It's impossible Because it's just like
2: You try and have a conversation like that phonetically. (laughs) What's the Ouija board saying? Mm. I honestly have have no no fucking idea.
0: (laughs) What's Irish and sits outside patio furniture? (laughs) Um, (laughs) This is a dumb joke that I know I've told before. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, she Nicole Kidman's like We can't stay in one room In one bed And anyone who's ever read A romance novel Is like Oh Yeah you
2: can Yeah you can But like what if you did though (laughs) What if you
0: had to sleep Back to back for safety You know For warmth But then nothing ever comes Of warmth Gotta take all your clothes off And warm up skin to skin But he convinces her He's like Shh just come in here i'll sleep on the floor you sleep wherever and i love that she, as she's prepping the room she just tosses a bottle out the window <laughs> we're like onto the street yeah where it could murder a person
1: <laughs> that's that person's <laughs> fault this is america man we just well and
0: okay so as <laughs> they're you gotta like, look out for yourself as they're like loading them into the room we hear because mike is is like a political person he's like arranging votes for city council whatever and so In earshot, you just hear, like, the damn Italians are taking all our (laughs) goddamn jobs.
2: Yes. (laughs) Well, because Mike Kelly is also campaigning at the brothel. Yes. Right? So he's like, you know, othering people to get his political group to vote for him. Yeah. Garlic smelling, pasta eating bastards. Yeah. I actually figured you wouldn't like this movie because, as much as it is pro land ownership, it is.
0: It's Very anti Italian. <laughs> you know, you just don't get movies like that anymore. You don't get Italian racism like you used to.
1: No. Well, you've come to the right podcast. Because it's a me, <laughs> old fashioned Italian <laughs> racism.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a me, them boot country yelling loud, hand talking assholes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> when I explained to Italians how I feel about the name in my country, I said it's like a pineapple on a pizza. <laughs>
2: Is that a good thing or a bad thing in your opinion? I don't even know
1: Well, it a bad thing in their opinion I know that because they're Italian Okay
0: Why you don't like a whale? Well?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hello, Todd, it's Mikey
2: Hello, Mikey, it's Todd I need to tell you something Mikey, it's fine You'll be a great dad That's We're going to table that <laughs> But on that table <laughs> is a delicious factor meal Yes! <laughs> what a transition! <laughs> oh, my God, guys. This actually is a factor ad.
1: That was amazing, Mikey. Mikey here for Factor Meal, on Romance of the Pod. Heck, yeah. We're going to table it. Delicious, already fresh made meals, never frozen. It takes two minutes to warm up. Just like Mikey does. I have a busy schedule. I work all day. I have fun too much. I also work at night. I also have too much fun. And I... <laughs> I have a problem with (laughs) words. Yeah, words is one. Uh, (laughs) Ordering out is another one.
2: Same. I ordered out tonight. Yes. I literally got, let's just say, a Factor equivalent meal for Natalie and I. And it was like $48 when it could have been way less with Factor. Yeah, and I I struggle with proportions. And Factor
1: comes pre-proportioned, pre-prepared, chef-ready. I've used it before. Before they even advertised on the podcast, I used Factor meals, especially when I was working a lot during the COVID lockdown.
2: I mean, that was the best time to get on board with Factor. Except for right now, because <laughs> Factor is giving 50% off to all of our listeners. If they go to factormeals.com
1: slash yeah. romancingthepod50 and use code romancingthepod50 to get 50% off. That's code romancingthepod50 at factormeals.com slash romancingthepod50 to get 50% off. That's a good deal. Do it. And they have an g- easy-to-use app. And they never require me to talk about the
2: app. Mikey, that was the end of the app. That was the I end know. of the ad.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm still going. All right, factor meals.
2: <laughs> <laughs> welding instructor
1: Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I wonder if I could do an Italian sims, like <laughs> <laughs> That
2: actually, I think, nailed it. I think, yes, you can.
1: Oh. <laughs> Giuseppe. Giuseppe.
2: <laughs> anyway,
0: they go to sleep and he's like, I like America. And she's like, really? Because it's been fucking awful, guy. Yeah, like...
2: and he's like, I've slept with a woman every night I've been here. because they live Yeah, together. I mean, technically, that's true, but it's not as fun as it implies.
0: Yeah. And he steals, well, she hits him with her pillow and he takes it. And he's like, not in a hundred years. i give you back your pillow.
2: I do love that you see her like <laughs> pout. And it's their first night and she is still like fully wearing a gown because they haven't set up their curtain system for modesty or whatever. Right. So she's like sleeping in like a full ass gown. Like a full corset. Yeah. It yeah. like looks terrible. Like there's no way I'd be sleeping anyway.
0: Yeah. We cut to her parents' house. And he, her dad reveals that he's been getting letters from her from some time and she's in America. But as they're finding that out, Captain Moonlight, <laughs> we will burn down your house when you're inside the house because we want you to die and we're, we're Cap- Captain, Captain Moonlight. Moonlight. Yes I
2: did sort of love that Because Anytime a landlord house Burns in this kind of situation You're like Sort of on board for it I mean When they've been As negligent As these people have Yeah Yeah I understand it Yeah And it's also like A form of oppression At that time I mean Not that it isn't normally But especially at that time So like you know, you're sort of pro it. I think I feel like the movie is sort of like I get this.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, burn all landowners, right? Landlords, no, no, landlords
2: no. are different than landowners. <laughs> <laughs> <right? laughs>
0: Anywho, the next day, all of their stuff is destroyed. Yeah, and they're like, but we can still go to America.
1: <laughs> Well I like how he has to ask his people He's like I'm still rich right Like did that mean anything And they're like yeah no you're super fucking rich He's like cool
2: Yeah sorry your house burned down But you own 400 other houses So you're gonna be fine Yes And they are like they go to America In such a lavish way I was like oh he's still getting his income From the land he owns in Ireland
0: Yes so in America, Clint Howard is running some sort of chicken factory where they both work different things at the chicken factory.
2: Yeah, I mean, he, they're like defeathering, and he's doing some other job. I don't know what his job is, but he, she is clearly like plucking chickens. Yeah. And so is Clint Howard, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, but she insults him and he's like, I'll dock you a day's pay. And she's like, take Tuesday and Friday, just you fucking pig. Spineless
2: fraction of a man. I do (laughs) love that Ron Howard puts his brother in movies. I also love that almost every time he is like made fun of for his appearance. Yes. Like in almost every movie he's in. And I sort of think either that's the meanest thing or the best like practical joke you can have with your brother. You know, like I just hope Clint Howard's like, oh, I get to be in another one of these movies. Awesome. What's going to happen to me this time? Oh, I'm being made fun of for being ugly. Th- thanks. Thanks, older brother.
0: I think of this the same way that I think of me willingly accepting people telling fat jokes to my face in Roast Battles. Oh, like roast
2: Battle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm
0: just like, yes, I'm using my unconventional appearance to make money. Yes. Like, book me on everything. Thank
2: you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and, and Clint Howard has a very successful character acting career. Like, even outside That's of right. his brother's movies.
0: Yeah. Oh, absolutely.
2: Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> He has made money off of the way he looks, which good for him. He's good.
0: Yeah, he's great. So we cut to their house or their room and they're counting out the money. And Tom Cruise has saved money. Shannon hasn't because she keeps insulting people. Yeah. Um, but this is the undressing scene where yeah. like she'd be looking at that crack and he'd be looking at that side boob. But nothing <laughs> happens.
1: Literally nothing happens. Yeah. Side boob was like third base back then. Oh yeah. Though. Oh yeah. Yeah. Except
2: the only thing that does happen is he gets like super horned up and doesn't like try and make a move, so he like runs down to the social house to like fight.
1: I think you guys forget that he just screams on the floor at her and then leaves the apartment.
0: Yeah. No. Okay. So here's how here's how it happens. Because she says. Am I beautiful at all Which I think is her way of being like You've never made a move We've been sharing a room this whole time Yeah
2: I sort of thought that was like a welcoming Yeah like Yeah like hey let's address the elephant in the room Which is me looking to get fucked by you How you feel about that That's what I thought she was saying more or less Yeah
0: yeah yeah The elephant that you keep under that pants bowl (laughs) And he says to her I've never seen anything like you in all of my living life Yeah And then she just says
2: Good and rolls over Right that would be the moment when I was like fuck I gotta go punch Someone in the face at the social house
0: Well then he hears the other women Working in the house
2: Oh that's why I know they would have bone
1: Cause like yeah. they're sleeping next you to can't each other You
0: listen to people fuck for that long Without being <laughs> yes. like I gotta do something
1: We're talking about generational Hatred guys That's like torture <laughs> That's like Watanamone Bay
0: Cause here oh god the generational guys, hatred, <sighs> I I heard you. The generational hatred, I think, just fuels the fire because it's forbidden fruit. Ooh, like, you're I probably right. Like
2: it. It's super Romeo and Juliet energy. Yeah, page. you're right. It's
0: enemies to lovers. It's one bed. It's so many romance novel tropes.
2: Yeah. I mean, if this was a real, like, if this was a real historical movie, this is where she would have gotten pregnant. Like at this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they would have been having sex often. Yeah. If this was real life, yeah. Just to stay warm. Anyway. (laughs) There was no TV back then. It was like the only form of entertainment. They had books. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the only form of entertainment.
1: They had boxing. They
2: had boxing, which is why he screams on the
0: floor and then gets out to go box.
1: Yeah. That's how I am. Not for the same reason I just hate exercising But I do it to Just try to stay in shape So I like Put lacing up my shoes And I'm like
0: ah! And then
1: I leave the house And my dog is confused it's fine
0: It's fine It's fine Anyway So he shows up At the social club And just starts beating The shit out of people
2: Yeah For money Like people yeah. are betting It's like a whole thing
0: Yes And and he's just taking all comers And this is where We meet Grace From the They call it Burlesque But bur- burlesque Yeah <laughs> It happens in the movie or the play Oklahoma as well, where they're like burlesque.
2: Oh yeah, okay.
0: Another property around this time that doesn't involve the indigenous peoples, but this is where he kind of proves himself to Mike Kelly that he can be a profitable fighter.
2: Oh yeah, I mean they make they all make money off of him, and like the next forty minutes of this more or less are just like Irish Fight Club. And Tom Cruise making a lot of money because of his boxing and a lot of the people in the Irish community like Mike Kelly and the other ones like profiting off of that as well.
0: Yeah. The first rule of Irish Fight Club. You don't have an Irish accent at Irish Fight Club. (laughs) 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 Anyway, he comes home and he's beat up and Grace brings him home. And like Grace tries to ask Nicole Kidman, like, so what's your brother's deal? And Nicole Kidman's like.
2: Bye, bitch. (laughs) I do love Tom Cruise in that, like, end of that scene because. He's like, oh, that was Grace, and she's like, yeah, I I know. And he's like, isn't she great? <laughs> and she's like, no, she's the worst. I hate you. Yeah, go well, to bed. But this is also <laughs>
0: where he's like, I, I won four dollars, and she's like, that's more than I make plucking chickens in a month. Yeah. So and he's like, I'll have you know enough to go to America to go to Oklahoma even sooner, right?
2: Yeah. Um, by winter, he says.
0: By winter, and there, I only
2: know about this land grab because I actually did some research on it. I don't know when the other land grabs that happened. I know this is one of four. Yeah. But I wonder if he was planning on doing another one and they just didn't do that one because of what happens happens and he couldn't save the money, you know? Yeah. We'll just go to the next one. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, but this is where we hear the other girls talking where they're like, if he can keep his knuckles up all night, imagine what his wheelie can do. And I was like, those things are unrelated.
2: Yeah. No, they're not. Ladies. (laughs) It's so big. It feels like a punch.
0: We don't want that
2: (laughs) I don't know what you want I know
0: (laughs) Anyway we we cut through a montage of him fighting And then he starts buying hats Yeah, Uh, And then he kind of gets in with one of the city council members Who's like who's that long legged piece of strawberry tart And he's like you keep her name
2: out your mouth And you're like wow okay Only I can call her a strawberry piece of tart Or whatever he says But like he immediately hates that council dude And they are like enemies from Jump Street of their relationship. And that to me was funny.
0: Yep.
1: The whole thing's funny when it's like, man, this guy is really sexually frustrated to the point where if someone else mentions Nicole Kidman, he loses it like Mr. (laughs) Furious.
0: Yes. Well, and thus explains the next fight they set up where he's supposed to fight the Italian fighter uh, amidst a flurry of slurs. And like they say here, I'm Italian. I could say it. They say the word "dago" like dozens of times. Yeah. So I was like, like a bunch, guys." Hey, this still it's still not really okay. And that's like, the guy we're...
1: who helps Dora. Is that <laughs> the
2: guy who helps. Dora? No, pretty sure that's Diego. Is that I haven't seen that's Dora Diego. More. Okay, Diego helps Dora. Yes. Yeah. Is that historically accurate though? I bet that Irish people sort of oh, hated Italian people at yeah, the time.
1: Diego definitely helps Dora. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it is
0: historically accurate. Diego helps Dora. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. So does the compass.
0: So does the compass and the monkey. Boots the monkey. Anyway. But yes, no, they absolutely would have been hurling slurs at each other. It is yeah. historically accurate. I was just like, okay, but now it seems like we're gilding the lily. <laughs> like right. this is a bit a bit much. Anyway, he's supposed to fight an Italian guy And he's like, but I haven't seen Nicole Kidman all day Oh, because she joined the dancing
2: girl. Yeah, and so she is doing the burlesque
0: Burlesque, in w- they're collecting coins and whatever
2: Yeah, it's it's sort of like a fully clothed strip club <laughs> Like, I don't know what else to call it Like It's like the ring girl between rounds No, but yeah. wearing way more clothes than that Like, there, yeah. she's she is wearing what you what is considered modest today like at this burlesque well it's because of global warming they could layer up a lot more back and then. and listen I, think I would have thrived at that time
0: pretty sure it's historically inaccurate I'm pretty sure there would have been a lot less clothes in this situation yeah
2: I assume that as well page because yeah yeah but the scene is played in a very I think strip club kind of vibe like they're dancing yeah, yeah, yeah. people are throwing the equivalent of dollars it's probably pennies because of you know yeah it was yeah, the yeah. 1890s or whatever but they're picking them up off the stage and then that's where when the councilman are sees about? her dancing When I he... go to a strip club I still throw pennies to this day Get out And he always yells I'm about to make it hail yeah. <laughs> You're disrespecting <just a> <laughs> the strip arts Yeah never do that I mean he's joking obviously No I keep him in the rolls <laughs>
0: Oh my god <laughs> Ten dollars of quarters Sailing across the stage
1: Like where'd you get those quarter sized bruises You call me coin star, ladies, because I'm throwing out the change. The the quarter
0: bruises are a real thing. I have friends who have, have stripped in the past and men have tried to bounce quarters off their behinds, and it leaves bruises. So don't do that to people. It hurts.
2: I'll say this. If that's agreed upon, and there's, like, money sure. involved, yeah, 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 sure. I'm sure, fine sure, sure, with sure, it, sure, sure. but, like, don't just gutter chuck a quarter at someone's <laughs> butt if they're dancing in front of you, you fucking weirdos. Listen, I get why you would want to, like, get consent and then do that, but, like, sure, get sure, consent.
0: Sure. If, if you want to If you want to pay me 20 bucks to bounce a quarter off my butt, I'll take that $20 from you.
2: Exactly.
1: And our new Patreon.
0: Okay, for Patreon, it's going to have to be more money because I'm going to have to, like, you know, we're going to have to get Jake's permission, but I'm sure he'll be okay. I'll be that's like, that's what hey. we're going to
2: have on the Romance of the Pod Patreon. It's going to be the bad boyfriend experience for Mikey and then
1: <laughs> bounce a quarter
0: <corner laughs> off Paige's On Paige's butt, and I'll be While like, Jake
1: sits in the corner and watches.
0: No, we're going to pay for some new furniture. It'll be great. Anyway. He doesn't want to fight because he wants to take Nicole Kidman home. And they're like, but we'll give you like 200 bucks, basically, if you fight. Yeah. And then other people are like, we'll double it. And she's like, that's a fortune. That could pay for, you know, your whole thing for us. And he's like, us? And she's just like, or you? And he's like, no, you said us. I'm off to fight. Hooray! And (laughs) so he like, you know, now he's going to fight. And he's beating the shit out of that Italian guy. Uh, But then as that's happening, the city council guy grabs Nicole Kidman and is like, come sit by me. And he's like, no I have to punch My way through To that guy And that's when He gets beat By the Italian guy Cause we You know Keep our heads On a swivel
2: I mean Cause you guys Pay attention In a fight Like this <laughs> Is 100% His fault And that guy Was like Twice as big as him Yeah that dude Is g-
1: like Goliath I would have Bet on the Italian guy Every i mean, like Oh you mean He's gonna fight That dude Who's twice as big as him
2: Yeah Whose hands Are the size Of pizzas Yes <laughs> <laughs> By the way $400 In 1892 Which is when This time in the movie Takes place Would be $13,000 $13,300 Not insignificant No I mean I understood Why he wanted to fight Yeah And why she was like That's a lot of money You should do this But Right He fucked up when he stopped paying attention because it's heavily implied he was going to win that fight if he didn't like lose focus or whatever.
0: He probably would have won more money, too, because more people placed more bets and they were going to split the winnings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true, too. He might have made even more. But anyway, so he loses the fight. He goes down. They throw him into the alley where he gets to hang out with all the little alley cats.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This is a real change for them, though, because they go from being sort of like first arriving immigrant stories, but are sort of thriving in some way because he's making a lot of money. To right. homeless, poor, immediately
0: Yes, well and as he's walking home He sees Hottie McMustache being like
2: Have you seen this girl? Yes. Bring her to Six Jefferson Court Yeah, and that's where he finds out where they live right. But Hottie McMustache doesn't recognize Tom Cruise Because his face is literally like beat the fuck up right. He doesn't look like himself
0: so he goes back to their like apartment, and all the union guys are there because that's what it, they are part of. Like, or I guess this is probably pre-union. It but is this
2: pre-union, is, but it's more or less the same thing. It's like a social union. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, hey, there was a need for it. I, I'm not Absolutely coming down on it, but that's there just was. who these guys were. Yeah. Um, and so they're like, yeah, you need to get the fuck out. And so they kind of get thrown into the street, and we cut through a couple time jumps where like they have been in the cold they haven't eaten for 3 days they keep wandering mm-hmm. and i at this point was like why doesn't he just take her to her parents now but i think it's because he thinks he'd have to give her up if he did and so he doesn't well i don't
1: think i think i don't think she wanted to she
0: doesn't want to yeah you know mm-hmm. um but they find a house that they think is empty so they break yeah. in and see the christmas tree and the food And this is where they have that little connection of, like, I didn't think this would turn out like this, but, like, let's sit down and pretend and talk about the land that we want. And they kiss, and I'm like, it took you fucking long enough because, by the way... This is an hour and 40 minutes into this film. Yeah, which means we still have, like, 40 minutes left. (laughs) It's a movie's worth of movie into this film. Don't worry.
1: 30 of those those minutes are just slow-motion wagons.
0: Yes! Oh, my God! What? Anyway, so (laughs) the people come home. The house is not empty. They run, and they fire after them because there's a ton of guns, and she gets shot in the back. So he carries her through the snow to her parents where Hottie McMustache basically answers the door and is just like, she's safe, but like, you know, what did you do to her? You didn't take care of her. You can't take care of her. And so... Tom Cruise runs away, basically leaving her with her parents. It's very sad.
2: It's really sad for those parents because they had to travel from Ireland to America on a steamboat with their estranged daughter's ex boyfriend. Yeah. There's no way that wasn't a terrible trip for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I feel like they can
1: make, they could have fun anywhere. They have like really good energy.
2: The parents, maybe. Steven's too serious. He's a terrible person. I wouldn't want to hang out with him for a second. But
1: that sets it up for, like, good jokes, you know? For, like, they're probably like, mm, they had some good running jokes with about Stevens.
0: Hottie McMustache been burning down people's houses this whole time, so, like, I don't know that I'd want to hang out with him. I feel like he'd be kind of a downer. Yeah,
2: it's also really sad for Tom Cruise, too, obviously, because, like, he just got his first kiss with this woman he's been wanting to bone for, like, Yeah. Seven months.
0: (laughs) Yes. So we cut to the Ozark Mountains eight months later. Yeah. Where Tom Cruise is helping to make the train and hauling very fake rocks.
2: He's building the railroad. He doesn't make the train. (laughs) He makes the train. He makes the train. Go choo
0: choo. He choo choo chooses his plot of land in
2: Oklahoma. I don't know how historically accurate Boston is at this time, but this is really the first scene in the movie that you see minorities which i think yes. is accurate to the people who built the railroads. So yeah,
0: they all make the train.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, they all make train page. Make <laughs> yes, train yeah. go. Yeah. Yes. So i wondered if like everything in this movie was extremely white up till this point because that's the way it was. I doubt it.
0: I strongly doubt that I, don't, yeah. I I feel like movies have uh, A tendency to show us very Sanitized white versions of things Same When in reality there were plenty of non-white people Around doing important things That we were taking credit for and, and Boston was a free city That's the reason I brought up Boston
1: Oh my gosh We can do the last of the Mohicans No that's that not, a, not romance, a romance Mikey. That is a romance no. He saves her through the waterfall
0: Hold on I'm going to see what it's listed as Oh no! Is it listed as a romance? <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, action, adventure, drama, but it says an epic adventure and passionate romance unfold against the panorama of frontier wilderness ravaged by war. Ravaged by war, and it came out the same year. Anyway, so he make of the train. Uh, he make of the train. <laughs> he make it a train, and as he's working on the train, the other people working with him are like all those. They see like a wagon train. They're like, those people are headed for Oklahoma. And if I were young like you, I'd be doing it because. You know why not You're young You've got all this time Ahead of you Uh, So we cut to him Traveling on the train That he helped build And he's dreaming About Ireland And he's like Duh Is that
2: you (laughs) And you're like Oh He's also dreaming About either Their life together What he wished Their life together Had been (laughs) And sex in her very, <laughs> very modern bra, yes. I thought it was sort of corsety. It was
1: a hot bra though. It was
0: a modern, it was a very modern bra that they're like, there's laces on it, right? <laughs> like I was like, no,
2: absolutely not. <laughs> I was like, I'd like to see that on someone in my life. For sure. It was hot, like it's it's. Mikey's right, it's mm-hmm. hot, bro.
0: But this is also where, like, the train stops for some water, and they're like talking about the wagons. They're like, only one in a hundred of them will actually manage to stake a claim, but like. Why, you know, whatever, why not? So he jumps off the train and joins the ra- the wagon train, which is not a train, it's a walk, but like he joins them.
2: Okay, so when he gets off the train and someone's like, what are you doing? We got jobs to work tomorrow or whatever that guy says. Yeah. He, I wish he had said, I'm on the wrong train or I was on the yeah. wrong train because the other one is referred to as a wagon train. But right. I don't think Americans are that smart typically. Like that would be my concern is they'd be like, well, that's not a train. Because Tom Cruise make it a train And that's the train
0: (laughs) Yeah Tom Cruise make it a train And he didn't make it at that train I also don't know if they called it wagon train at the time Or if that's something we have come to call it Oh okay that may be true too I honestly don't know I don't know Uh, but I do have in my notes right here Which this by the way we are at Almost two hours by this point in the film Yes Uh, If you just cut out all the extended wide shots It would shave off ten minutes More than that I mean absolutely
2: it would A lot of it is like what I call landscape porn for like Oklahoma territory you know what I'm saying it's like a lot of that Towards the end of this movie, the race sequence.
0: Well, that's the only one I would keep. Yeah, there's absolutely. an overhead shot of the
2: race, and it looks so fucking cool. The race sequence to me is like old Hollywood set. It's cool it, it I is. love it. Let's let's talk about it when we get there. Let's table it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: When we get there. When we get there. We're almost there. Anyway, yeah. so he gets to Oklahoma Territory, and he applies for the land race thing,
2: which I think was literally just signing up because it was free. Like, yeah, he just signs up, and they give him his flag, which for him. They're like, you're the first Irish person we've ever seen in America. Obviously, this is satire. Here's your green flag. I thought that it was funny that his flag was green. I was like, yeah, we get it. He's Irish. We
1: get it. You're Irish. That would not surprise me if they just had different colored flags for different ethnicities. That sounds very American.
0: And they're like... Oh, Italian. Here's a
2: red one for mm-hmm. marinara.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I honestly
2: was like, here's a pizza flag. Here's a potato flag, Tom Cruise.
0: And for all of the Nordics, y'all get blue for cold. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> so he's got his steak, but there's like no horses left except for one clearly very old horse. And one horse that's just twerking, like just kicking its backside up, making them cheeks, clap, running around in circles. And you just know it's Chekhov's unpredictable horse.
2: Yes, 100% it is. Yeah. Because you just know he's not going to ride that old tiny horse in the race and actually win anything. Right, right, (laughs) right, right, And I love that the the guy selling the horse is like being super honest. He's like, I'll sell you either horse that horse is fast but fucking crazy and this horse is slower but more reliable so like whatever and i do love how the horse like we uh, we talked about earlier so we spoiled it already he has to punch that unbridled horse or whatever and then at the end of like as he's dismounting the horse the horse won't stop he's trying to get it to stop and he has to jump off of it so like yeah in my mind, that horse does run to, like, Canada. That horse ran and put its
0: own flag <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> and now it just runs in circles on its acre.
2: Hell yeah.
0: Yeah, and they're like, is this claim taken? And he's just like, nay! nay. Yeah!
1: <laughs> oh, I get it, I get it.
0: But also, when he punches that horse, it's just like, it's almost, it's almost like he's like, slap! Get it together! <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> crazy!
1: Do you want a place to live? We're, to, we're in this together <laughs> You now. like your
0: life, Mr. Horse? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so he gets the dependable horse, right? And he's trying to get new shoes on it. The horseshoe lands on his foot. It reminds him of
2: Nicole Kidman. He looks up. And there she is. Yes. I love that he goes, I'm cursed. I'm fucking cursed.
0: I'm cursed. But we cut to her showing her mom how to do laundry, and her mom is just like, plunge and scrub, as if you had said bend and snap. Like, it was just
2: (laughs) ridiculous. (laughs) Plunge and scrub is this movie's bend and snap moment, though. Sure. Because Tom Cruise does it to teach her how to do laundry. And she has that same moment with her mom. And it really is the moment in the movie for both Nicole Kidman and her mom where it's like showing that they are now living a different life than they did in Ireland. Like it's used (laughs) the same (laughs) way. And I I like that. And I like that it was Nicole Kidman showing that. By choice. Right, right, right.
0: But this is also where her dad and Hottie McMustache come back. And they're like, we broke the law and we already scouted our claims. Dude, (laughs) I
2: love How hard like middle America Santa is in this scene. When he comes back, he was like, Nora, they shot me. And she's like, shot you. And, she, and he goes well at me And he's like we broke the law He's just talking about it like he's so turned on By the fact that they broke the <laughs> law <laughs> There's <laughs> no way he didn't Strike a diamond in them pants Oh yeah 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 and
0: then he was just like maybe next week We'll do a bank job like, He's <laughs> <laughs> that
2: excited he's, about it <laughs> He brings
1: a very heavy west world Kind of energy to this yeah. process <laughs> <laughs> Yeah because he's rich
0: They aren't real people they're robots We can take all <laughs> but, their claims The
1: weird part is that like The dad and the mom are are like, yeah, we'll cheat a little bit, but we're not going to tell the daughter about the land we're going to steal. We're going to cheat without them and let them actually run the race, which I thought was a weird choice. That is super weird. You're right.
0: Well, and it's because she didn't want him riding to that day and that vulgarity. And he's like, the Wild West suits me.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he's into it. Like, I do buy that he was like a rich man's son born into privilege that he didn't really love the social contract of. So he's leaving. My only problem with that is he obviously continues to own that land in Ireland.
0: Oh, absolutely. Like if he's there was the a scene s-
2: where he was like, I can't do this anymore. I have to give this back to the people who originally owned it. And then he left.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead, he's the steed bonnet of the Wild West. Yes. Uh, So they go and they're going to hide and stake their claim. Hottie McMustache is like, I found a place with a stream. You'll love it. And he kind of <laughs> walks away. And Tom Cruise is just like. Oh, I see you and Hottie McMustache are, like, here to do a thing or whatever. (laughs) I thought you were in Boston this whole time, you selfish bitch. And she's just like, you left. Man, And yeah. we came on the train And he's like god damn it I built the train That brought her here <laughs> <laughs> I enabled her
2: to live Her dreams son of a bitch
1: <laughs> This is so bonkers it's,
2: uh, I do sort of love I mean, this I moment
1: I'm glad you're telling me what they said Because all I heard was <laughs> Subtitles baby It really helps I read this movie You gotta
0: buy more track <laughs> to build a train But then you can build a house with no doors And just see what happens uh-huh. I actually
2: did love this like Change because he asks it turned out the way it should have right to her right and I think that the way he delivers that line makes it very clear that he is thinking please say no you want to be with me right. please say that because I think he understands Please say you
0: want my bowl
2: <laughs> I think he understands that she would have probably died if she had stayed right. with him because of her injury yeah and that perhaps she would like a chance to go stake a claim with him and right. i really wish she had in this moment and was like let me officially end things with steven and then it sets up what i pitched earlier where they have to kill him when right. they run the race together right but right yeah she doesn't do that she's like yeah it, this is how it should be please go away
0: i'll get to the part i would have rewritten and I'll, I'll tell you about it because i have a slightly different version of what okay. i wanted anyway yeah yeah cool so he's like you're a real car car shannon and
2: we're just like well,
1: i, I do hard. Be- really yeah, hard I be the to be here to hear her and I was like, oh, is that romantic, I guess, <laughs> for everybody involved? <laughs> now
2: that I know what Corker means, I'm like, oh, that that actually is sweet. Because he, he turns around and says, as he's walking away, he's like, you got me here and your entire family here, sheerly by force of your will and determination – Like, you are an impressive woman. Like, that is what he's saying to her with, you're a corker. But I didn't know what corker meant, so I was just like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, "It just made me sort of (laughs) chuckle. (laughs) But it actually is a really sweet line.
0: Yes. Uh, But as he's walking away, he runs into Hottie McMustache, and Hottie McMustache is like,
2: I'll kill you. Oh, he has real (laughs) I'll kill you energy. He even calls him boy. And, dude, I hate him so much. It. It made me so sad when he lived. Not for I get long. That. I do think we could have gotten a far and a far and away too. That was sort of Hatfield and McCoy-ish, where they're like they have to eventually kill him because he's like causing problems with their homestead. <laughs>
1: I thought Tom Cruise was just going to be their neighbor. He just claims right next door. And he's like, can't wait to build this house next to y'all building a
2: house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they are 160 acre plots, but he puts his right on the edge. Yeah, right next to They're like, hey, uh, it's weird that your kid looks kind of like Tom Cruise. What? No. <laughs> That's... A total coincidence. You have to remove the fake mustache Nicole Kidman puts on her kid every morning so he doesn't notice the resemblance (laughs) is is to Tom Cruise and not him. No, no, no.
0: It's definitely Hottie McMustache's kid. This kid burns shit down all the time. (laughs) Anyway, so Stephen, Hottie McMustache is just like, you know, people, there's a lot of chaos. Somebody could get shot. Yeah. And then just walks away. So then we cut to like the night before and that's when Tom Cruise is like, I built the train (laughs) to bring her here.
2: I do love that because he's clearly shit faced and he like goes to lean against what would be the post of the tent pub that they're in but misses Mm -hmm. and goes just through the like it looks like denim like white denim to me but it's like the tent or whatever he like falls through it and i don't know why makes me laugh every time i watch it i'm making a train to bring her here (laughs) no that would be if his sworn enemy make it a train
0: no 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 his sworn enemy make it a head hurt so bad that now he has an (laughs) italian accent
2: that makes sense yeah
0: so he comes out of the tent pub and his horse is dead and my favorite the the thing that made me laugh the hardest oh the old old guy
2: fuck he's yeah the old guy
1: so fucking funny that
2: was the oldest horse i ever saw in my life (laughs) essentially that line comes out of the oldest man ever on film i've seen in my life Sure So funny But we
0: cut to The next day September 16th 1893 Where he has uh, Chekhov's Unpredictable horse Yes And
2: This is also The only historical event That happens in this movie (laughs) Correct I like that they had To put a date on it
0: (laughs) And we do see All of the cows And wagons And everything lined up For the photograph Which is a a real Historical photograph That exists Yeah I
2: I went to the Wikipedia for this Land race and, And learned a lot about it But those photographs Are on it
0: Yeah Now, here's the thing that, and this boggled my mind. If I'm in a land race and we have a wagon, but we also have a horse and one guy who's fast on that horse, leave the wagon at home, send the horse to the land. Like, all these people that brought their wagons, I'm like, you slow as shit. Like, you got to get out there fast.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, okay. So, I thought it was because the plot of land that, like, Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise and uh, fucking McMustache or whatever you call them <laughs> are racing towards is, like, 20 miles away. Right. And in my mind, I thought, like, maybe some plots are, like, 200 miles away. And that would be, like, yeah. a few-day journey. Like, I sort of got, okay, you might need supplies for doing a, a few-day journey. But still, put saddlebags on a horse and, and race that shit, you know?
0: Well, and for some context, only because we we just covered this on Cult Podcast when we were doing the uh Mor- Mormon migration. Oh, uh,
2: yeah. The th- pilgrimage? Yeah. Yeah yeah
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Those wagons... Top out at about 20 miles in a day Yeah So like You are the slowest thing out
2: there Yeah Basically It was literally you And you were one step faster than like Literally a hand cart Walking Yeah But this race sequence Is so fucking cool Because it is like 1,000 extras and 500 horses.
0: I have numbers. Oh, do you? Over fun facts of exactly awesome. how many people. Because yeah. it,
2: is it, it is massive. Amazing. I loved it. and Because it was shot in 92. There's no way you would see this much real-life shit on screen at once anymore. They would CGI yes. 90% of this.
0: Yeah, and then it is filmed for real yeah and they do have that really cool overhead shot of all of it that's the one big long shot i would keep in yes, this movie absolutely because it is the scale is very impressive
2: it's so impressive this reminds me of a shot in oliver like the old school oliver musical yeah where they pant like they, they pull out and the whole town is singing and it's hundreds and of me people me. yeah Like, if you think of the logistics behind that that scene, it's nuts. And I feel the same about this in Far and Away, too. It's so crazy. And, man, when Tom Cruise is riding the horse, like, through and, like, there are, like, these huge shots where you see a shitload of people. And you see Tom Cruise on his fucking crazy-ass horse, like, literally bulleting through them. It's so impressive. They're so cool. I love those shots, man.
0: It is. And so once it gets started, then Hottie McMustache like pulls him off the horse. Yes. And this is where Nicole Kidman is like, take him by the bit, like get the horse. And then he just punches that horse. (laughs)
2: Loved it. I love that he in this movie proves that if you're a man and you need to solve a problem, you have to punch it. You also do, though.
0: You do see them shoot a guy who tries to go early, too. Well,
2: they, yes, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it's like 30 seconds early. Okay, so yeah. do you want a real fact that's going to make you sad? Sure. sure. Most people who got usable plots of land during this land race did what Nicole Kidman's dad did. Of course. And cheated at the race. Most of the people that actually ran the race honorably got plots of land that were not good for farming, and most of those farmsteads were abandoned within a year.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Which
2: is very sad.
0: I do think it's really interesting that there are at least two penny-farthing bicycles in the race. Which, why the fuck would
2: you ride that kind of a bike? (laughs) Like, I wouldn't even ride a mountain bike against a horse.
1: I love the Mad Max energy of the race. I was like, (laughs) yes!
0: I would love the like horses, carts, cows, penny farthing bicycles, big tank with a guy playing bass and shooting fire on the front. <laughs> just like pop one of those in there.
1: Well, just ragtime music coming out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> da-da, 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 flame, flame. Da-da, 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 flames. So... Meanwhile, we cut to her parents who have pretended, staked their claim, the whole thing.
2: Yes. Well, actually, they haven't staked it yet. The dad is explaining to the mom what she's going to have to do in the charade of them staking the claim.
0: Exactly. Which is
2: more or less like he even says, I'm going to run the horses in a circle so that they're tired and sweaty. Dead would be preferable. (laughs) Like he's just talking about running them to death to sell the bit of them racing to this plot.
0: So we cut back to Shannon and Steven are writing. Tom Cruise is now caught up with them. Yes. And at this point, I was like, this sequence has been going on for 15 minutes. It has.
2: Like, it is a lot of race shots. And listen, this is the one fluff in the movie that I, I want to keep so badly if we recut this movie. I'd still cut like five minutes uh, out you, of and it. you easily could, and you would have plenty still. But yes. I just love these shots. It's like old Hollywood cool to me.
0: It is. There's just. It goes on too Paige, long yeah. Like I love it It's just like I, I Okay I get it There's you. horses I, yeah. You are
2: right I just love it Yeah
0: After I see like The fourth person Go under a uh, Like a cartwheel I'm like I know Paige, <laughs> like, We
2: see no less than 95 people <laughs> Lose their hats In this yes. race In slow so motion So many hats <laughs> Anyway They get
0: to like A little river That Shannon And, and Hottie McMustache Have to ford To get to their place Yes
2: So I I watched this twice, once last night, and I was like into it so much, sobbing so much that I was like, I'm going to watch this again tomorrow morning. So I watched it again this this morning, and I realized that that shortcut that Shorty McMustache or whatever his name found. Hottie McMustache. Hottie McMustache, thank you, Paige, found is what gives them about 15 minutes of a head start yes. from the rest of the people because they have to go around the river to get to that plot, right? Right. So he finds a shortcut, and that's what allows – what transpires to transpire without other people already staking the claim
0: right and so what happens is that he goes down he fords the river successfully
2: she tries to do it she falls off the horse she can't do it oh yeah and it's like man from snowy river steep so she's she's not just like bad at horsing like she sort of falls because it's treacherous and of course steven being the empath that he is is like get up Bitch, grab
1: the horse! Uh, What are you uh, doing?
2: Like, he's, like, yelling at her from, like, 40 yards
0: away. So then Tom Cruise is, like, right behind them. So here's my my rewrite on this. Because he and Tom Cruise fight, and then eventually he takes off to stake the claim because he's just like, I don't give a fuck. I'm getting my land, right? So what I wanted at this point was for Tom Cruise to pull Nicole Kidman onto his horse and they finish oh, together. Oh, yes. That's what I... I couldn't believe yes. it didn't happen. I yeah. was, It was driving me nuts. I, I would have loved that too. But
1: rarely do men and women finish
2: together.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's I
2: don't know. Fair. Sometimes it's magical though. Sometimes. they. Well, there's also like a weird gun joust where he just oh rides towards him without firing. Steven voluntarily turns the gunfight into a boxing match. Yeah, like it's so dumb.
0: It is super, super dumb. But Tom Cruise kind of gets free and gets to the plot, grabs the flag, and holds the flag in the air and says, "This is my land. It is my manifest destiny." Uh, yeah, which I was like, "Oh, I know." Oh, I was like, no. "Oh, this is dark. <laughs> Not good." Uh, but he doesn't. He doesn't immediately claim it. But. He runs at Steven and, like, tackles him off the horse. And as they do it, the horse falls onto him. Like, over him. Like, just crushing him. Yeah. That would 100% break your back and, like, a bunch of
2: shit. Horses weigh so much. Yeah, so horses weigh around 1,700 to 2,000
1: pounds. Yes. Oh, I can binge that.
0: (laughs) Anyway, it seems like he's going to die. And Nicole Kidman is like... I wanted this dream for us. This meant nothing to me without you. And I was like, if he dies, I'm going to be so mad. Like, fuck this movie. (laughs) Fuck this City of Angels bullshit.
2: (laughs) And they didn't even get to Bone. I know, I know. I do love that she, like, in this moment is like, fuck you, Steven. Get away from me. And she is the one that tells him to leave. And he's just like, you don't want to do this. And she's like, I do. So he just leaves. Which... Yeah. I like, but honestly, is only going to Now he's their neighbor. I know. That's what I was going to say, Paige. He is going to be their neighbor. Yeah, he's their neighbor. So they're going to have to kill him at some point. Absolutely.
1: Narratively, it would make more sense that she kills him as he's trying to kill Tom Cruise. I would yeah, love
2: yeah, that too. Like that. Yeah, I would love that flip on the damsel in distress sort of moment, right? I'm here for that.
0: Or as she tried to do the river, she ends up falling to a point that is dangerous and he abandons her. And that's when uh, Tom Cruise picks her up. Yeah. Yeah, you, okay. Whatever.
2: There's a thousand different ways you could rewrite this a Yeah. Better. But I actually, I really do like the way it ends from here on out. Because Steven fucks off. She is like holding him and like telling him I love him. And the camera is panning. This is where I was crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the camera is like panning up like it did when the the quote-unquote soul was leaving his dad's body, right? Right, right. And then she does say, I love you from the moment I saw you and all this stuff, and then the, the soul is like, oh, wait, were we about to bone? I'll come back. Oh, shit, sure. wait, Hang oh, on. I'll Hang on, the bowl. And it, like, rushes down back into his body, and he, like, pops up and is completely fine. Like, I think yeah. the reason he was so good at boxing was because he has Wolverine-like healing abilities. Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. He adamantium skeleton.
2: Yes. And Oh, wait, that's not it. Oh, they stake the claim together. Yeah, I really do like that they, both hands on it, as the the race is now catching up with them, stake the ground together, and then it smashes to credits. I was like, fuck yeah, I love that ending. And And that's that's the move. move. So having seen the movie Having talked about the movie What did you guys think about Far And away
0: I needed more romance Potentially more punched horses Although I don't want any (laughs) horses To be harmed In the making of
2: this film I kind of liked it I was like It's entertaining I love it But I think it's 100% Through the lens of nostalgia Like Because I loved it Growing up As like a child As child I don't remember a time When I first saw this movie Like I saw it so young That like I don't. It's like Star Wars for me on some level, but I revisit Star Wars may, way more often. You know, I don't know. I'm I, I'm super into it, but it is super problematic, and I get that.
0: Yeah, as as seeing it for a first time as an adult without any nostalgia, uh, like that. That's yeah, about you know, where I'm at. That's where I'm fair. like, it's there's a
2: lot of movies like this, and this is
0: one of them. But
2: Paige, if during the Boston scenes, if they were fully boning down every I'm night, here yeah. for it. So yeah, I. I think there are things you could do to update this, probably make it more realistic to what it would have really been like in this scenario, and... Do it as a TV
0: (laughs) series on HBO and let them bone it out! Yeah, Yeah.
1: I wanted less away, more far.
2: (laughs) (laughs) From a romance perspective, you mean? Mm -hmm. I want subtitles for the Simlish. I do think it's problematic in a very, like, historically accurate, problematic way. Uh, It's also problematic for like the way hollywood was making movies in the 90s way yeah. so it's like these two layers of like problematicism like smashed on top of each other I mean, so it's not great history is whitewashed yeah. so
1: is films about history so exactly. i mean if you are able to watch films and kind of understand that that element is a part of it then i think you can enjoy it but well, if not then yeah it's going to be hilarious for you
0: if you remade this today hbo series you would get all of it would be updated with all of the pieces that you needed to make it yes. less problematic. And you'd probably get some sweet, sweet bonin. Yeah.
2: But I do think you'd hear like the derogatory slurs for Italian people that you said earlier, oh, Paige. I sure. think you would still get those. Because yeah, yeah, that yeah. is historically accurate, unfortunately. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also all the bullshit oppression that like actual Irish people of the time and sort of still do have to deal with. But Paige, do you have any fun facts for us? I do. Well, here it is with your fun facts. Punch fun facts.
0: facts. (laughs) So the land rush scene involves 800 extras. God. 400 horses. I was pretty close. I said 1,500. Yeah, you were pretty close. Wow, okay. 200 wagons. Jesus. And all of of the extras were recruited from a reenactment society called the Reenactors.
2: Wow, that name is on point. Because they all do look like they're all in costume. Like everything yes. looks what my perception of historically accurate is, right? Like it, it's on point. Well,
1: when you work with the reenactors, you get the best. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: That's
1: why they're named the reenactors.
0: They they all look, <laughs> they all look like not Tom Hardy, not Michael Jose. <laughs> so they Ron Howard originally wasn't happy with the reaction Nicole G- Kidman gave when she looked under the bowl. So in one of the takes, she told. They told Tom Cruise to remove his underwear, which was, I guess, under the bowl from the, you know, vantage point. Sure. That they were filming from, so he just had uh, the privacy patch thing on, which kind of look makes you look like a Ken doll. Uh, so that's the reaction she got of just like what, uh, and that's what appears in the film. Um, <laughs> So three of Ron Howard's great-grandparents Actually rode in the Great Land Rush of 1893 As depicted in the film That's
2: crazy So okay So that's why he made this movie This is like an homage to his family Yeah 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 That's so cool Well his name
1: His name before he changed it Acting was Run Homeward (laughs) (laughs) Well you
2: broke Paige again She is fully dead
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the dialect coach, uh, a man named Tim Monich, had actually 17 years of experience. So he was very, very experienced and talented. Yes. But this film was the first time he had to teach an entire cast to speak with an Irish accent. And they gave him... Incorrect notes on what Nicole Kidman's Accents should be uh, And so that confused a lot of it But that's why this movie is kind of Cult classic famous in Ireland Because it's so bad
2: This film feels like the dialect coach Was like super lying on his resume Like he's a 17 year old Irish kid Who was like I've been talking for like 17 years
0: Yes I've seen hearts Stars Horseshoes And clovers And blue
2: moons
0: <laughs> So the dress There's a scene Where Nicole Kidman Walks by a, a shop window And admires a dress And it is actually One of the dresses Worn by Clara Clayton In the last scene Of Back to the Future Part 3 uh, Really? Filmed, yes It filmed Two years prior Wow okay If you noted In the credits That there is A thank you To Fungi The dingle dolphin It's not a captive or trained dolphin used in the film it is a bottlenose dolphin that lived in the Atlantic waters around the coast of Kerry, Ireland since 1983 and frequently interacts with swimmers boaters and kayakers Uh, as of 2017 he was still frequently spotted in the waters really yeah okay uh, the boxing scenes were actually filmed in a train station in Billings, Montana, and the Price Club, uh, an abandoned Price Club location in Billings, served as the factory with the rubber chickens used in the movie or a factory to produce rubber chickens used in the movie and a soundstage for the brothel. So the brothel was built inside and fire pumps were used to create rain and snow outside. So, okay. Yeah. Temple Bar in the city center of Dublin was shut down for three months to accommodate the construction of the street set. Local shops and businesses were compensated for the time they had to be closed. um, But it's literally only glimpsed two to three times briefly in the film for under five minutes of total screen time. Okay. So uh, this was the first movie to be filmed in Panavision Super Seventy Millimeter. Really? Which explains a lot of those landscape shots.
2: It does, yeah. Cause that is one hundred percent for like the IMAX porn landscape porn, right? Yes, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kinda like when you watch Jordan Peele's Nope and you're like, Why are there so many shots of the sky? Uh, it's this. Yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, but some in the land rush sequence. Uh, used AirFX 765 cameras and 35 millimeter, depending on what they needed to mount or shoot. Um, And some things were shot on Panavision lenses on 35 millimeter as well. But a lot of this was shot on 70 mil, which is why you get a lot of those crazy landscape shots. Yeah. Now, uh, it was also one of the only films to use super 65 millimeter. So they used like four different kinds of film on this. That's crazy. And it wouldn't be used again until a few more years later when they shot Hamlet. And then never again until The Master in 2012 with Philip Seymour Hoffman. uh, Notably... Based on the life of the founder of Scientology. Yeah. So Hottie McMustache was almost played by Sean Bean, which meant he definitely would have died. uh, Because it's it's Sean Bean. And the Dingle Peninsula. The what? That's where the part of Ireland is. The the part of Ireland uh, that this is based around, the southern Dingle Peninsula. Okay. Where this was... (laughs) partially shot
1: You got to pick that out when you get to Southern Southern Dingle <laughs> you Peninsula. You got to get that out of there. really
0: well. Uh anyway, uh, but that's that's where Nicole Kidman's paternal ancestors embarked for Australia aboard the SS Susan in 1839. And
1: those are your fun facts. Wow. Okay. Well, I just got to tell you, if I get some hate mail for my Irish jokes this week, just know out there, Irish fans, that I can't read your emails. that are like, <laughs> <laughs> so keep them to yourself.
2: Well, Paige, thank you so much for those fun facts. But let's talk about <laughs> some box office. So what do you think the production budget was for far and away?
1: This looks
0: expensive. <laughs> $57 bajillion.
2: Okay.
1: I think $57 is a good... I'm going to say...
0: I think it might be more. I'm going to actually going to say 70. Okay. 70 million.
2: All right. I'm going to say 50. All right. You actually are on either side of it. It was $60 million. It okay. looks like
0: $60 million. Yeah. Well,
2: when you adjust for inflation, that's almost $130 million. It's technically $129 million. Like, that's a lot of money.
0: That sounds terrible, and it sounds like a lot of money, but that's the amount of money you need to do a movie like this, right? Inglorious Bastards, which filmed in 2008 uh, and was released in 2009, was 70 million yeah so like that makes sense to me that this 10 years before was 60 some things have gotten less expensive over time some things have gotten more so
2: yeah all right so this movie premiered on may 22nd 1992 it was number three that weekend the number one movie that weekend was lethal weapon three number two was alien three number three was of course far and away Number four was Encino Man And number five was Basic Instinct Like I know every one of those movies I haven't seen Aliens 3 But I've seen every other one of those movies
0: It's because Aliens 3 hurt me Like if I show you on the (laughs) Zedorf where it hurt mm. me It's all of it
2: Well what do you think Far and Away made that weekend The weekend of May 22nd 1992 When it was third in the theaters
1: Ten million
2: Okay
0: I'm going to go a little higher and say
2: 12 page. That's an amazing guess. It's $12.9 million. Nice. So great, great guess. This was in the theaters for seven weeks total, but for the first four weeks, it was in the top five. So it started at three, it dropped to four in its second week and stayed there for two weeks. So it's second and third week. And then in its fourth week, it was fifth. And then it slowly fell out of the charts, but What do you think this movie made domestically at the box office?
0: How long was it in again?
2: Seven weeks total.
0: Uh, Seven weeks, I'm
2: going to say it made 30 mil. Okay. Mikey, would you care to guess? 38 million. It actually made $58 million, so a little bit better than you guessed. But I think it was considered a failure because it didn't do more than its budget domestically. It did make another $79 million internationally. So it did mm. make money. It made $137 million. Uh, and of course, because that was 1992 and it's you know way later than that now, that's roughly $294.7 million today. So it made money, but I think critically it was sort of panned as a failure because it didn't make its budget back in domestic theaters. Uh, and back yeah. in the 90s, I don't think... People really considered Like international box office As a like was it a critical Success or not I think we Mm -hmm. do now But I think in the 90s like We didn't at all really I mean of course The company was thrilled that made it But I don't think critics were like Oh it made a lot internationally we may have gotten that Wrong because you know critics Don't tend to think they got things wrong
0: I just looked up what Inglorious Bastards Made based because it's you know 10 million difference 10 years right Yeah uh, it's almost triple that.
2: Well, I mean, I would say *Inglorious Bastards* is probably a better movie. I
0: would argue, yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. I mean, this movie like was not really well received by critics. I wonder why. Uh, a critic, Tony Parsons, called it a stinker of a picture, which was <laughs> far and away the worst film I have ever seen.
1: <laughs> oh,
2: I mean, that's so bad. You don't
0: think it's the fact that the accents were crazy and it ignored parts of history? Oh, and also,
2: he's British,
0: so it doesn't really paint British people so great. Did you ever consider that he might be, I don't know, a horse?
1: (laughs) 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 Anyway,
2: that's your box office with a little fun fact of a review in there. But, Mikey, do you want to hit him with that romance scale?
1: Yeah, romance scale is how romantic we found the film. Uh, It's a scale of 1 to 10. And Paige.
2: I'm going to give it a two for that mixing bowl.
1: Yeah, Todd.
2: Nice. It is a one for me because it's not very romantic. Really? Yeah, like it pulls at my heartstrings. But for me, it's a lot of him like achieving what his dad wanted for him. You know, and it's like because I have like dad issues like tied up in my life. So like that stuff really makes me weep.
1: All right. We just need your number, not your life story. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Holy sorry, shit. I'm that was... <laughs> Honestly so unexpectedly mean That like I loved it That was so fucking brilliant I tried to be nice the last time we recorded It It just felt weird I don't know (laughs) I tried to be nice on the horror version once And I hated it So I'm never doing it again Is what I just heard I threw like three compliments out to each of you And I was like You know what
1: This isn't me People are gonna know
2: Anyway I'm gonna give it a four (laughs) 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 And that's our romance (laughs) scale. All right. So this week, Mikey made us watch Far and Away, which thank you, Mikey. Next week You're is up. my turn. And I'm going to make you guys watch a movie that I have not seen. but <laughs> Pulling a Todd, <laughs> But has been suggested by a lot of people, some of which are fans and like have messaged me a thousand times being like, you should do this movie. But it is a movie about a washed-up singer given a couple of days to compose a chart-topping hit for an aspiring teen sensation. Uh, Though he has um, never written a decent lyric in his life, he sparks with an offbeat younger woman with a flair for words. Do you guys know what it is? Music and lyrics. Yes,
1: it's music and lyrics, yeah, yes, music and lyrics. lyrics
2: with uh, Hugh Grant's and Drew Barrymore. So, like, when I saw who was in this movie, I was like, okay, that is like rom-com royalty. Yeah. So, like, I bet it's good. I am risking being very badly made fun of yet again for picking a movie that I have not seen that is terrible. I know you've seen a lot of romantic films and you never
1: pick any of (laughs) them. We've done all of them. Really I've seen There's so many I've seen That I, we've not done Well there yeah. are
2: some That like We're saving Like your cluelesses, Like your really big Like yeah. iconic movies And the what Rom-coms I want to do You will not want to do Like I want to do Phantom of the Opera So bad If we can shoehorn it in
0: I Here's the thing uh. I will allow <laughs> Phantom of the Opera A so I can shit on it It's my least favorite Musical of all time Secondly It has horror daddy Patrick Wilson in it Yes Okay So I, I could be persuaded With some Patrick Wilson
2: but your homework for next week Is to watch music and lyrics And just see how charming Drew Barrymore is Like she's amazing In these rom-coms Always. I love her. Yeah Yeah I'm, I'm sure she will be charming Yeah Well Mikey do you have a review For us to read? I do Nice Whose review are you gonna read this week?
1: Dracar. Well what is Drake Dracar? Dracar? Like Dracar Noir <laughs> uh, They say six stars not possible oh. How this podcast gets less than Five star reviews is unbelievable to me It's oh. jealousy mainly our rating's 4.9. I think we're... I mean, like, we're doing good on this one. Yeah, uh, If I could give six stars, I would. Paige is super insightful and super funny. Hell yeah. Thank can't you. believe Netflix hasn't called her yet. Netflix has called her.
2: <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, she's filmed the- <laughs> for Netflix.
1: Yeah.
0: I have. It just never aired. We, I taped uh, at last year's Netflix is a joke festival, but they taped, like, hundreds of things and only aired, like, 12 of them. Yeah. So I was in the hundred that got taped and didn't get aired, so... <laughs>
1: Todd is a joy to listen to and the heart of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Debatable. (laughs) I look at Mikey as the heart of the podcast. He's the heart of the production team.
0: I call Todd the spleen of the podcast necessary. (laughs) Is the spleen necessary? I don't know.
1: (laughs) It's not. I think it's the liver or something.
0: Well, every two years we got to get a new spleen. He's (laughs)
1: definitely a vital organ of some type. And Mikey, oh Mikey, you're amazing. Thank you. How such a lovable human being exists is beyond me. Okay, guys. I'm reading these. You don't have to Completely agree, guys. Completely agree. Please do us all a favor and never end this podcast. That's a big ask. (laughs) Um,
2: (laughs) I mean, it's a big ask because we all die eventually. And like, yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm not going to do this as a ghost.
2: Oh you guys want to invent ghost casting That would be the preferable time would
1: I would podcast is as a ghost Yeah that's true I don't have much else to do <laughs> Yeah yeah yeah. If my afterlife is just watching movies and then podcasting about them
2: If I mean, my afterlife like... is having to edit These fucking recordings That it, I will know I, That hell does exist and I am there
0: Yeah and I'll be like <laughs> hey guys Love to record with you but I got a heart out At 12
2: I gotta go make some walls bleed Oh Anyway,
0: five stars.
2: Thank you so much, Drakar for that awesome five-star review. And if you want to have Mikey read your five-star review, leave us a five-star review. So, um, yeah, guys, if you like this power thruple that we have here on this podcast, make sure to check out our other podcast, The Horror Virgin, and that is the only other podcast that Mikey and I are on, but Paige gets around, and she is on two other podcasts
0: That's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige.
2: I'm Mikey. And I'm Todd. And you complete us. Ride my horse. Two horse <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I'm a green broke horse. That's what he kept calling the, the crazy horse. I don't know what green broke is, but. I don't know. Tell us about that bowl, Mikey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's your pickup line for far and away going to be? We just have to be careful so we don't catch Kitchen Aids. What?
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: I said tell uh, him about the bowl, Mikey. Oh
1: okay. It's on my on my dick, you know?
0: <laughs> He's gotta keep the bowl on it so he doesn't <coughs> get
2: kitchen aids. I hate you so much. <laughs> Bye I think Paige died during this episode third <laughs>